0: Hey everyone, welcome to Snarf Talk with Chris and Jerry, and this is our podcast where we give you a
1: behind-the-scenes
0: look as we create a comic book.
1: We're going to talk about TV, movies, comic books, and hopefully have a lot of guests, other writers, creators, and friends. Um,
0: Check us out at snarfcomics.com. You can check out our blog and follow along with everything we got going on. Also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Snarf Comics, and please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes.
1: Enjoy the episode. snarf talk
0: and we're back in the house i'm very excited to be doing a podcast tonight
1: i am too i really am
0: we were supposed to do it last night
1: we are but chris had to spray all night but i worked hard you did in the fields Uh, laboring toiling Toiling the soil is that what they call it
0: toiling the soil sure
1: can you toil soil
0: (laughs) no you can toil in the soil
1: Oh, that's where it is. Kind of fun. like
0: um rumble in the jungle. It is. Toil in the soil. <laughs> we got a rumble in the jungle, brother. It's like a big boxing match between like two mid Midwestern guys. It's the toil in the soil yeah. in Decatur, Illinois.
1: It's like a hurry. Oh, there's a um a Saturday night live bit where Chris Farley is um General Schwartzkopf, and <laughs> I they have I him on then. a weekend update. And I'm trying to remember what he says. He says something really funny. but Amy and I were literally just discussing discussing this, and I've brought it up once before. I can't ever remember anything I'm going to say when I'm on this podcast. Yeah, no. and as soon as I get in the truck, I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's what That's I'm why, interested.
0: as I mentioned before, we need to have a corrections. An additions segment. Yeah. Because we're frequently wrong about stuff.
1: Yeah, for sure. And now I understand how, because people like yell at the radio, you know, when you're wrong. Oh. And there are people that have done that to us. And I do it all the time to podcasts. Like, how would you not know that? Like, duh, it's this guy. Right. But I have this problem where I cannot think of things. And I don't know why. I think it's because maybe it's because I put myself on the spot. I don't know.
0: I got a great one to start off our segment of corrections. But there's a little twist this time. Okay. It's not corrections. It's shit we were right about. Shit we were that right. That we were trying yeah. to be corrected about. Oh,
1: yeah. I know exactly what you're going to talk about. Because you said it first. And then I said who the lead singer was, mm-hmm. which we were both correct. We just left out a member of the group. Mr.
0: David. Seed and Tap. I'm using your last name. Yeah, we're coming at we're you. We're calling you out. I get a text one day, a a, a group text mm-hmm. between me and Jerry.
1: The whole Snarf and, Talk
0: team. And you could tell he was out for blood, right? He was. Oh, he was sick for blood. He was just
1: wanting to just... Bloodthirsty. Yeah, bloodthirsty. That's how pigs get. <laughs>
0: and he says... They, uh, eat their,
1: they eat their tails.
0: I'm going to paraphrase what he said. This isn't exactly what he said, No, for note. He goes, Chris, you are such an idiot. <laughs>
1: This is what I felt from it, too. I mean, this is the felt general attacked. tone. It was like an attack.
0: You said the Bee Gees saying, killing me softly, and it was Wyclef Clef Jean. Ha ha ha. Jean. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> Come on.
1: Pronounce it at least correctly. Something
0: time. along those lines. Why Clef
1: Jean. You're French. You know. And
0: this relates back to a podcast earlier where I was singing the song.
1: Killing me softly with his mm. love. It was episode 17. Killing me softly round one. Day
0: by day. Snuff Madness
1: 2019.
0: Killing me softly mm. with his love. With his love. Killing soul. me softly Anyway, I was singing that, and we... Commented on the fact it took us a little bit. It it took us a little bit of hashing. The Fugees, yep, and we came up with the lead singer of the Fugees, Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. Anyway, he said, "You thought that was Bee Gees." I said, "No, me." I said, "It was the Fugees." Yeah, and he said, "Oh yeah, Fugees, but it's Wycliffe Jean, Jean, not Lauren Hill." And the whole time, I am I am just taking screenshots (laughs) that say "Killing Me Softly" by the Fugees. And then I like drew on the screenshot with a big circle and arrow pointing it to it. And then the next one, I found lead singer, Lauren Hill, and circled that and sent an arrow and, to and
1: it. And Clef Jean was in the Fugees. He was. He was. I'll give him that. So he was correct.
0: So then, after... But we were, too. In horrible defeat and mm-hmm. embarrassment, he came back with a, but, you said... <laughs> You said, well, it's the gestation period of a dinosaur or whatever. Oh dinosaurs yeah, reptiles
1: lay eggs. <laughs> I started looking that up, too, because... And
0: I, I aptly pointed out that some reptiles gave live birth and then did a little research and found out that there is archaeolo- paleontological proof mm-hmm. or evidence that evidence. suggests that they're, they found maybe a dinosaur that might have
1: given live birth. Live birth. So, we don't know. It is true, and but... Here's the thing. I,
0: I, to be fair, I'm, I'm sure most dinosaurs did probably lay eggs. And
1: aren't most dinosaurs more closely related to birds than they are reptilian things? I
0: think that they evolved into birds, but they were reptiles at the time.
1: But they found them with feathers on them. They have...
0: Yeah, for sure. I'm not saying, but I'm just saying like, I think they were reptiles. And then they, over time...
1: Developed birds. Evolved
0: into birds. <laughs> okay. So there were probably, by my estimation, there were no birds at the time of the dinosaurs.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then all the dinosaurs were killed by the impact meteor. Mm-hmm.
1: Meteorological
0: And that's when uh, mammals, the small mammals, rodents and whatnots, began to develop the mammalian mm-hmm. family, which involves us. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: is that us? Oh, and okay.
0: the And the, the reptiles. That dinosaur side evolved into birds and the, some of the reptiles that survived that, you know, such as some of the relatives of turtles and crocodiles, turtles, by the way, are are they reptiles or are they amphibians?
1: Turtles are amphibians. No, they're definitely reptiles. You're wrong. They're, they're (laughs) amphibian. No, they're reptiles. Amphibians
0: like breathe through their skin. Uh, Like frogs are amphibians.
1: Yeah, I know. They breathe through their like mouth, don't they? They have lungs, but they can also
0: breathe underwater, can't they? No. Okay, fair enough. What but is
1: an amphibian now that you say that? What's the definition of amphibian?
0: Um, a frog. Water,
1: it's just like water-dwelling. It's like a water-dwelling reptile. Well, but, but that's not true. But then you got a crocodile. Uh, water snakes
0: are not amphibians.
1: Well, no, snakes are completely different.
0: But there's water. You just have water. Amphibians are cold-blooded vertebrates. Oh, cold-blooded. So are reptiles. Oh, so are reptiles. That don't have scales. They live part of their lives in water and part of their lives on land.
1: That's it. They just don't have scales.
0: Basically frogs and uh, toads.
1: Salamander.
0: I mean, toads don't live in the water, really. No. I mean, they go to water. They
1: need to be wet.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know if they need to be wet like all the time.
1: Yeah, they can't dry out. They can't so what like do just dig underground. Yeah, they live in the mud. They live in the mud. They bury themselves in mud.
0: Salamanders.
1: That's what I just said. Boom. I don't. What I'm are so what weird. are
0: uh, muskrats?
1: Muskrats are like um, a water dwelling mammal. So they're, they're like, like a rat, beaver, basically. Yeah, they're like a beaver. They're a small beaver with a skinny tail. I mean, with I a see them all tail. the
0: time. I just, yeah. I mean, not all the time, but I used to when I was a kid. When I went canoeing. Be-
1: they're related to like beavers and otters and stuff. They got to be in that family. They're in the otter family, huh? The otter family. Da-da-da-da-da. That's good. We can make another song out of otters.
0: Otters. Otter, otter. Do you know that um, there was a, a time recently okay. that they're trying to select a new um, mascot for the University of Illinois. Yeah. After they've gotten rid of the chief. I don't want to get into it. Yeah, okay. Very anti, I'm very pro chief. But I don't want to get into it. As am I. Anyway, the leading contender was the Alma Otters.
1: The Alma
0: Otters. The Alma oh Otters. Oh, my gosh. And it was going to be an otter. Okay. It started as a joke, but then it picked up some traction in the picked voting. picked up some steam. It, it didn't happen, thank God, because that's terrible.
1: But... Yeah, I, I want nothing to do with that. Anyway.
0: That's it. I, I just want to point out on our correction segment uh, that we didn't need to be corrected. Mr. David Seedentop needs yeah. to be corrected. Went
1: out of his way to, to try to and correct it. Snarf? I mean, <laughs> that's kind of a chore, bud. Especially when you're talking about the Fugees, because we know all about the Fugees. I know everything about them. <laughs> yeah, that Lauren Hill and Wyclef Jean were in that band, and they sang Killing Me Softly.
0: I mean, I know all of their musical catalog mainly because i have it in front of me on
1: the computer right now <laughs> right because we've looked it up lauren um,
0: hill went on to be like a solo artist right yeah big time like she was pretty popular. good yeah she probably I, still is doing stuff i think
1: wyclef was one of those people that was like featuring i always get her confused the time.
0: with the girl that played the piano
1: alicia keys alicia keys yeah they don't look anything alike. no and alicia keys i think is a lot better much um yeah, but I feel like Wyclef Jean was always the guy that was kind of like Timberland. How it's always like featuring Timberland. I don't know who that is. In the 90s. You know Timberland? Nope. Tim- Timberland.
0: I know, like the shoes.
1: Yeah, I think they're his shoes. <laughs> no, I made that up. Uh, <laughs> no, it's like, I feel like he's always, it's always like featuring this guy. It's like he never had his own music. It was just. Well, he was a he member was of like, that band. No, I'm saying after he they.
0: May, he must have been a producer.
1: Probably. I don't know. Or maybe he just wanted to sell his shoes. You know?
0: Hey, you know that Fuji's had a song called Rumble in the Jungle? No, they didn't. They did. Are you serious? Yeah. So that's your theme song then? If they only had a song called Toil in the Soil, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would have been so good. That's you know funny.
0: how uh, everybody, like, I don't know if you are connected into that, like, ag Twitter world, but, like, mm, the big, a little bit. The, like, the not biggest, much. most popular hashtag is, like, Plant. 19 or plant whatever the year is
1: yeah i can understand i I don't know i can't stand
0: that stupid hashtag i can't stand it i don't know it just drives (laughs) me crazy but
1: anyway why do you follow then i thought you didn't even get on twitter much
0: i don't but i mean i just see people always they do it on facebook they do it on everything it's like plant 19
1: like we're ready to roll picture oh yeah and then they always do like harvest harvest 18 harvest 19 they do the same thing that's that's the
0: hashtag and uh, it drives me crazy but i think i'm gonna start like an ag trending hashtag that's Hashtag toil in the soil. Yeah,
1: I think that's a good idea. People will follow that. I'd follow it. I'd follow I it. I
0: probably wouldn't, but...
1: Why? It's catchy. That's what people want.
0: Ag, ag social media is an interesting... It's an interesting gambit. How so? I don't know. I feel like a lot of it is people trying to show off.
1: Show off like their equipment or show off their ability or show off their crops, everything. Okay. (laughs) So I don't know. Um, what do you like? So show off, like, I think it's more equipment oriented than anything, right? Yeah. Probably. Which really doesn't make a difference. No. I mean, show off wise. Sure. Like some equipment can do a better job at things than others. I'd rather
0: see somebody that has like, a bunch of like either like old equipment that they're like,
1: oh, okay, keep the, and maintain that they're yeah. like,
0: look, I got this, or like stuff that they've made, yeah. Which I, I think, think that's really cool.
1: cool. Mm-hmm. They do that a lot. On uh do you follow uh, farm hats? Yeah, you don't like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we have listeners that are in the farm hat community. No, that's fine. Oh, I was. I, going I'm to not say. a big fan of the farm hats community. Oh, that's fine. Not the community. The people seem fine. It's just. I don't know. There's I'm not, an, a, big, I'm not there's a fan not of much. that group.
1: I mean, you're not really going to gain much from it, I'm saying. Um, but every once in a while, somebody will post something that uh, is like a um, an upgrade to whatever they were doing or like a quick fix or something like that that they've done to improve their production or whatever it is that they were trying to improve. And I think they're cool. They were like little hacks you yeah. know what i mean i love hacks yeah every all once hacks. in a while you'll see something hacks. like that and i think that's pretty neat
0: i was in like a trending viral farm hats video once what you were yeah um somebody was making a video um i can't remember exactly what it was, it was about stirrators. and it, oh yeah i had i took a video in the bin and i'm like i'm a farmer and i have stirrators yes i can't remember i
1: remember that that was years ago yeah Wasn't it, was like, like two a, years ago
0: yeah, a couple years ago.
1: Yep, I wrote. that was that was fun.
0: Yeah, sometimes it's a fun uh, community the, to get on. Sometimes people are just kind of annoying on there. Yeah, it it's just annoying. like any other social media, though. You know, not ours though. No, not no. Snarf Talk. Hey, which so, we've been slacking on lately. Let's but.
1: get uh, let's get into it. Do you want to do Snarf Madness round? What is it, six? Now or do you want to save it for later? No, now, right now. You want to finish her out
0: the whole thing, the Snarf. Conclusion,
1: snarf conclusion, and we're going to give you Is the scores. Upon us.
0: Snarf madness conclusion. Okay. So, last end game, if you will.
1: Oh, that's what we're naming snarf it. Snarf madness end, madness end game. game. Oh man, because guys, the week we're recording it, this... well, we're going to
0: talk about that later. What? Endgame.
1: Week... Yeah, I'm just saying the week we're recording this. Right, comes out. Well, technically tomorrow night, but tomorrow night uh, we're, we're going to see it. Friday. Friday night
0: is end game.
1: We're going to see it.
0: Yeah, I got. We got some more to talk about on that front.
1: Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, Snarf Madness 2019 end game now. Now it's happening. So last uh, last episode we picked our championship round.
0: So yeah, we picked our yeah championship round,
1: and I picked Rogue One. Uh to be in the championship and then i threw a curveball in there oh yeah you did i did big time and i picked inception
0: yes i forgot about inception
1: that. over spider-man into the spider-verse i've thought about this literally and no joke i've thought about this pick for the last week if i did the right thing or not and then i went and i watched inception again Just uh, for real, yeah. Just like what was it? It would have been Saturday night, I think. I don't even really
0: remember that. Like, it's on HBO, watch it. Is it really? Yeah, it's on HBO. Oh, I'm totally gonna watch it like tomorrow. So,
1: yeah, watch it. And uh, I feel like it was the right pick. Yeah, I do. I really feel like it's the right pick just because I'm basing it off of the sci fi world, right? Not necessarily just comic books. I really felt like Inception just has so much more weight and story and, uh, I don't know, just more to it than what Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse did. Great story. I think it's the best comic book movie that's came out like to date because it's freaking awesome. I love how they're blending the worlds. I love how they brought in Miles Morales. It's an incredible character. Spider-Man in general is just a loving character that everybody enjoys, and the story is great. But, I don't know, Inception was like...
0: If you had to pick between Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and Spider-Man: Homecoming?
1: Oh, Into the Spider-Verse. Really? Yeah. Okay. I would I would pick it just because I think I think it is a better story. I think in I think Homecoming is um is a very good live-action Spider-Man. It's probably the best live-action Spider-Man by far. Um and obviously my man um I can't I can't think of his name Michael now Keaton. either. Michael Keaton. Jeez, Louise. Uh he like knocks it out of the park in that movie. Yeah, I think. Sure. As the vulture. And don't as, call it a comeback. As the dad. No, it's not. I think he's great. Um but yeah, I, I like Spider I like into the Spider Verse better than Homecoming. I don't think I like it better than Far From Home, though. Coming <laughs> you out. You don't even know about it yet though. I no, I know. But I I think with all of the characters that they're going to have in that movie, and the fact that it's coming after Endgame, so you know what's already happened. I think it adds a little more mm-hmm. to that movie.
0: I don't know. The, I'm a huge Jake Gyllenhaal fan. I mean, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, but I, th- in the trailers, I don't know. I just, I think maybe he's too too big of a celebrity to be in that role. Mm. But I don't agree. Well, we'll find out.
1: Look at all the people that have been Avengers.
0: Yeah, but they grew with the Avengers. They yeah. weren't necessarily celebrities to start, other than maybe Benedict Cumberbatch.
1: Batch. I don't think Jake Gyllenhaal is that big of a star. He
0: isn't so much anymore, probably, Yeah, to a younger audience. I mean, he had his run, though, definitely.
1: Yeah, broke back. <laughs> Got him there. I mean, I don't think
0: he, there was anything like incredible. I'm not saying he's like God's gift to acting. I can't really no. even think of one movie. No way. That I particularly like, Like them And <laughs> there was one where he was a photographer that was kind of good. He was in the Prince of Persia, which was terrible. Yeah, that was not a good. movie. He was movie. in Donnie Darko. That's a good movie. Oh, he was wasn't in that he movie. in that? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was I like think the main so. guy, but he was a kid. Like he was a kid in that movie.
1: Wasn't okay, he? who cares about Jake Gyllenhaal? Let's, <laughs> let's get to this. So I, uh, I had Rogue One and and Inception into the championship. Who do you have?
0: I have. Guardians of the Galaxy versus Spider-Man. Guardians versus Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And that was another one that, um, it just, I had Spider-Man versus Thor Ragnarok. You know, I could go really either way on that one, that pick. I, I picked Spider-Man just, I think, because it was so different, although I still think Thor was. I don't, personally, I mean, it just the way brackets are, I don't yeah. think Spider-Man is the second best movie on this bracket. Um, but, you know, for me, it just on how that worked out, I, I, I'm all I'm all right with that. I'm good with that. I love Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Which I did want to bring up in the meantime, okay. um, one of our listeners who's in the Racket Challenge okay. was commenting that they watched Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and hated it.
1: Oh, yeah. And yeah. it wasn't anything really about the story or... Um, anything like that, it he was get past the, the animation, animation,
0: which I thought was one of the best parts.
1: And so at first I can sympathize to this because it did, it did t- honestly take me a little bit to get used to it. Cause when it first started, I was like, Oh, okay, wait a minute. How's this going to work? And they and do then,
0: like intentionally like blur it sometimes.
1: Yeah, that's the part I had to get used to, but I got used to it relatively quickly. I mean, it didn't affect the it, movie to me at all. I
0: barely even noticed it. I thought the animation was
1: cool. Oh, I think it's awesome. It, I did notice it in the beginning, and it was I had to I had to like adjust adjust to it, like adjust my vision to be able to watch that. I guess in a way, but it did not affect the movie in the slightest to me. No. And it definitely did not make me hate it.
0: It definitely did for him.
1: Yeah, he did not like the animation. It did. It that really surprised me. So and,
0: maybe give it another shot, Mister Ian.
1: Yeah, we'll take see. take another look at it. Um. Okay. So wh- wh- do you want to go or go you... ahead? You go first. Oh boy. Okay. The championship I don't know if picks. I'm... I don't know if I'm ready for this. Like, I don't know if I'm ready for this to be over with
0: right now. Rogue One versus Inception.
1: I like Inception a lot. I like Rogue One a lot. And I just watched Inception um, the other day, and it solidified the pick for me. really did. I haven't watched Rogue One in a while. Um But the one I'm going to pick, and the reason why, is because it has so much emotion, so much feel, so much, like, uh, it's different than anything you'd expect. I guess Inception's different, too, but Rogue One is the pick I'm going with. Rogue One! to To win it all, for my bracket. Because, you know, we've talked about it over and over again. I just, I love everything about it I love that everyone spoilers dies at the end um you don't get to see like their happy ending is watching the world explode knowing the the, fa- the fact that
0: and it is a happy ending to them
1: to them it is they're like okay we did this we got it done it should be okay they have no idea yeah they, they got incinerated but um it's, it's honestly because it, it they're that like last uh, scene is just and it's in a
0: weird way, too, because none of them are soldiers. No. Right? None of them. No. Really. Except for maybe the one dude with the big gun. But the rest of them aren't really soldiers. Right. So for them to, like, kind of look at that and be, like, mission accomplished and I'm, I'm happy to have played my part and I'm willing to sacrifice, which, if you think about it, it's kind of like a soldier's attitude.
1: Yeah, it is. It, I think they become that a more that way because of like what they're doing. I think it's
0: even like they become more than that even because it's they become come part of a cause. You know,
1: it's yeah. A, you know, oh for sure they do. They know that they're part of a cause. They know what they're doing. They're a
0: cog in a bigger machine, and they played their part and they played it. Yes, well. Yes,
1: that's the, that's the point right there is that they understand their role, and then once they get their job done, they know like. And the rebels fight,
0: live to fight another day.
1: Unreal, dude! Like, and then they cap it off with
0: the last scene of Darth Vader. Doing something that well, you've never right. seen before. But
1: the, the last scene of the main character sitting on the beach just watching their impending doom like come closer and closer to them. For
0: me, that was my favorite part at that oh, end. And, and everybody loves, and the first thing they talk about is the Darth Vader scene at the end. Because I honestly wasn't, I knew Darth Vader was going to show up. Yep. I wasn't expecting it to lead directly into A New Hope. I really wasn't. right. But uh, And that was an awesome, amazing. I mean, I obviously I realized once they were on the blockade runner ship or whatever you yeah. call it, um, that that's what was going on at the very end. But I didn't know that going in. So.
1: No, I didn't either. I knew that Darth Vader had a big scene only because Kevin Smith had talked about it prior to me seeing the well, movie. I think they showed some of it in the trailers too. Did they? I, I don't remember. I think they,
0: they showed him in the dark firing up his lightsaber and yeah. you, you know th- him.
1: I did think before that movie ever came out that he was going to have a bigger role for sure, a bigger part. They definitely
0: played it up like he was going to. Absolutely. You know what they really need to do is a solo Darth Vader movie yeah. or franchise, like yeah. a three-movie franchise. Gosh, would
1: be so cool. In between. There's like, so
0: much. Think about the real screen time of Darth Vader. You know, it's almost, it's very little. Yeah, it's through it's the not whole much. saga. It's very little. It
1: is not much at all. And
0: but he's the he's the presence and behind it all, like to yeah. make that such a menacing character. I
1: mean, really, the beginning of the story is all a hundred percent about him, right? And how he becomes Darth Vader, and then after that, once he becomes Darth Vader, it's like we're not going to show you anything else about him.
0: Do you think that there's going to be? Um, I know we're getting a little off topic, but do you think that there's going to be a return to Anakin? in this final movie into nine because
1: it, i don't know maybe it was
0: always kind of made to do, believe that the whole series was really about anakin skywalker right. yeah that, it is. in the six movie series that's what it's about
1: that is what it's about and but
0: now they've kind of shifted gears and do you think they'll they they kind of tried to make it a, more about luke
1: well, I mean, once Return of the Jedi happened, it is really about Luke after that, right?
0: I guess, but it doesn't have to be. It can still be about Anakin.
1: It, it In a way. I mean, he's dead, but he could be a Force ghost. For sure. So, I mean, know.
0: we thought the Emperor was dead. Yeah. yeah. We, we thought, thought Luke Ob- was dead. I don't think you think Obi- dead.
1: Obi-Wan's dead. There's you another one they dead. could do
0: a whole three-movie series on. Yeah. And Ewan McGregor's still young enough. does He doesn't have to be young enough.
1: No, he could be older.
0: Uh, there's so much they could he do. He has to be older. That's what they should do. Not not uh, you know, a solo movie franchise. Mm-hmm. That, that shouldn't have happened. That they should agree. have been an HBO series. Um, They should do the Obi-Wan. So people want to see Jedi.
1: Oh, yeah. People want to see Jedi fighting. It's not necessarily just Jedi. They want to see battles of Jedi doing awesome things with a lightsaber.
0: The other thing we didn't need from Han's solo movie was
1: an origin. No, I know you, he and you hate the fact how he of got adventures, his name too. You know, yeah, he had a ton of adventures, but yeah, all right, just... we should get back to it. yeah. Uh, so i I said mine. I, I picked Rogue One.
0: Rogue One is Jerry's champion.
1: Mm-hmm. My champion bracket. The champion. Woo! Yeah.
0: Okay, so I have Guardians of the Galaxy versus Spider Man. Um, again, another tough one for me because they're both um they're both like firsts and they're both like big time beginnings of something but for me this is pretty easy honestly um i still go back and forth on that picking guardians of the galaxy over rogue one you know we've discussed rogue one's yeah. amazing but you know i got to go with what's had the biggest cultural impact um it's funny uh alex who's another one is in this bracket challenge actually he's leading in, in mine um he over the weekend I, I got together with him and he was talking about, you know, I've never seen rogue one.
1: Oh my God. And I'm like,
0: and he, this is right up his wheelhouse. So I'm like, how is that possible? He's like, yeah. Oh, I don't know. You know, I never saw it. So after listening to this podcast, I'm like, I gotta go watch this, this movie. I, he's been wanting to watch. He bought it. He had it and he just okay. hadn't seen it. And he's like, uh, you know, I'm gonna be honest. It took me like a couple tries to get through like the first because he works midnight, so okay. He, he, you know, he's tired when he's watching yeah. this stuff, probably. Yeah, and he's like, it took me a couple tries to get through like the first half hour. It starts off really slow, and I go, yeah, I guess because it kind of does. It does start off a little slow.
1: Yeah, it does in a way. It's building up the story,
0: and um, I kind of had forgot about that. And I, I mentioned it too in one of the podcasts that it starts a little slow, but yeah, the second act is better, and then the third act is better, and it, it just goes yeah. up now. So I just thought that was interesting, and I think he ended up... I don't, I'm not sure if he did finish it or not, but anyway, I went with Guardians of the Galaxy, and for me, I'm going with Guardians of the Galaxy as my championship Oh, my gosh. Are really, are you surprised?
1: Uh, kind of. Uh, maybe. I guess I shouldn't be, but I don't Again, know. It's, I'm it's, so surprised that it even made it that far. I'm surprised that you you had it beating Rogue One. I'm surprised... I'm By so, all of it. I'm to not be sure honest. about
0: that Won't pick, but that's what I picked, so I'm going Guardians of the Galaxy all the way for several reasons. I mean, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's It is so fun. The beginning of a new universe of characters. Mm-hmm. I like the direction more so that Marvel's going with the cosmic and they've talked about this going into the next phase. Right, they're gonna kind of do that same thing where there's gonna be the cosmic series of yep. movies and the Earth series of movies. Yeah. So there's gonna they're gonna keep going in both of those worlds. And uh, for me, I like the sci-fi aspect of the cosmic type sure. stuff, and um, it feels very Star Wars like. It does. I
1: do like that better than the Earth-based.
0: I think it's just stuff. you know like going back. That's the kind of stuff I've always liked. Like I love. Dune, the Dune series. And I love,
1: I can't wait for that to come out. I
0: love Ender's Game, the whole Ender's Game and Speaker for the Dead series. And I love, you know, Star Wars and even Star Trek to a certain extent. And any books or things that take place across galaxies and yeah. planets, I'm really into that's when I get up. To. So, anyway, I'm going with Gardens of the Galaxy. And as far as cultural impact, it's not even close. Guardians of the Galaxy has had a way bigger cultural impact. That's
1: all right, though. It's what we At this It's point, what we want.
0: But give us a couple more Spider-Man movies and we'll see how that goes. Yeah, for sure. You know, right now we've seen, in my estimation, four Guardians of the Galaxy universe movies. Guardians of the Galaxy 1, 2, Infinity War, and Thor Ragnarok. I think they all feel like they're part of that universe. To yeah, extent.
1: to a point. I mean, I, I think Thor Ragnarok is obviously a Thor movie.
0: I'm not saying it's not but, a Thor movie, but it definitely has reverberations in, in that world, the Guardians of the Galaxy style and universe and yeah. in, insofar as um Jeff Goldblum's character is related to the collector or their eternals they're, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know what they are, but and it's you know, it just felt very much like that. And Infinity War, obviously thanos and Mm -hmm. gamora and those are the main characters of that yeah it's all
1: tied together so i'm going
0: with guardians of the galaxy
1: so that's it guys that's it that is the champions that is the end game the end game is rogue Rogue one One and guardians of the galaxy guardians of the galaxy when i started this that's a solid those are solid picks for sure when i
0: first got this bracket i looked at the bracket, and I said, it's definitely, for me, it's going to be Rogue One is going to win this bracket.
1: I did, too, and I did it. And I didn't do it. That's amazing. Yeah. I did, I would have never thought Inception got that far for me, never I, in a million years.
0: I, I honestly, what was Inception against early? Oh, um uh, where did it go? Yeah, Inception didn't have a lot of stiff competition. No, Midnight
1: in Paris, and then Scott Pilgrim, or no. Mine was War-, War of the Planet of the Apes. War of the
0: Planet of the Apes. And then I had to go against either Skyfall or Scott Pilgrim.
1: Scott Pilgrim.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it didn't have a lot of competition until really it got against either Thor. Yeah. And again,
1: I, you know. So that was, I, I had it against Thor Ragnarok. I think he probably it, made the right pick there. And it but. beat it beat Thor Ragnarok. And then I had it against Spider-Man.
0: It would have been interesting to see an Inception versus Looper.
1: Because yeah.
0: I feel like they kind of are in the similar vein of, non-comic book sci-fi time travel based kind of
1: to me i think it's obvious i would have picked inception
0: yeah i'm not so sure i would. not have.
1: a huge fan of looper it is a good movie i'm gonna
0: have to go rewatch it because i think i'm maybe giving it a little more credit than it deserves
1: i feel like you are i've only seen it personally. once. <laughs> i i only have i've only seen it once too and it just i don't know it did not stand out to me and it's cool it's a cool movie it just didn't stand out to me the same way so um now we got our scores right we so do we have scored all of it uh the last score as you guys have probably heard was round three round three then we took a break because we didn't want you guys getting a little uh, ahead. Uh, high so, on your horses do you want to go through each round or do you just want to say like listen this is what this is who's one
0: I'll just do some highlights on mine we'll do Chris's bracket right now and okay. if you remember by round three it was a really neck and neck tie with Alex and versus Erica, both 60 and 59, respectively. And then everybody else was really close. I had a like a three-way tie at 54, so everybody was in the mix. Um, round four came around, and the scores were pretty even, um, with Maggie getting a perfect score yeah, that round in round four, 16, and Dude getting very well at 12. The rest were eights, and Ian had a zero in round four. Wow. Then I went to round five, Ian had a zero again, Actually, everybody had a zero except for Maggie, Erica, and Alex all had six. Um, so that was kind of still neck and neck, and Maggie was coming back in a big way. Um, round six, I only—I did have two people pick the championship. I Again, did. Erica and Alex. So, Wow. Uh, Erica and Alex were one point apart in round three. In round four, they tied. In round five, they tied. In round six, they tied.
1: Holy crap. So, so round three is the only the only difference that was the
0: decider that was the decider ian was kind of in the mix but he scored a zero 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 yeah i and four five and six
1: same with me ian you scored zero 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 in four five and six so
0: chris's bracket championship snarf madness bracket winner is alex Alex with wow. a score of 84 out of a possible 126
1: six yep 126 so
0: that's really good um second place Erica with 83 one point decided the championship folks, wow and my racket um third place was Maggie and Zach and then fourth place was dude and on down the line last place heather
1: yeah what'd she get for you 39 oh wow okay so for me round four highlights i had three people in round four score the same they all scored 12 that was the highest score in my round four Uh, alex got a 12 maggie got a 12 and dude comes in with a 12
0: yeah dude had a 12 in mind too
1: uh again ian uh, heather was respectable with an eight she got two out of four right that's pretty good that's pretty good for her i mean for that (laughs) (laughs) i don't mean that as negatively as that sound but i mean comparative to the other uh rounds that was your probably your best round um yeah so dude maggie and alex had 12s ian big time zero round five and six ian also got a zero uh round five, I had four people with a six and three with zeros. Erica got a zero oh. in my round five. Erica also got only had a four in my round four. Ooh. So she ended up round four with a four, round five with a zero, and round six zero. Zero. It killed her. She was my leader up until round four. And uh that that literally killed her off. And so round six i had two people guess the winner jason and maggie jason
0: coming back
1: uh not really okay Uh, he got he got uh pretty decent scores the last three rounds kind of brought him up a little bit but uh it ended up being for me the winner of my bracket scored a 91 wow that's a high score and it all happened because of her and his last three rounds. Oh,
0: that's what I was thinking. Okay,
1: so Maggie, and Maggie and Zach, Zach ninety one. But my second and third place were also one point apart. And Alex scored a seventy seven, and Erica got a seventy six. Oh, yeah, it, it's wow. nuts. If Erica would have scored in any of those rounds,
0: I, I just, it's just occurring to me now. But we could have not had two separate bracket winners. We could have just went by points.
1: Yeah. Which would
0: have made Maggie and Zach the big winners. The
1: big winner there. But we
0: have two winners. Maggie and Zach. Zach, Which is one person.
1: Yeah, it only counts as one.
0: (laughs) And Alex. And Alex, yeah. So you guys will be receiving a Snarf Talk t-shirt. Yep. Snarf Talk Talk sticker. Mm -hmm. And an indetermined gift (laughs) card of our choosing.
1: And the only reason it's indetermined is because uh, Chris and I have only discussed this gift card while we're recording so (laughs) like when we're not recording this podcast we should probably talk about those things don't you think we'll get it we'll figure it out We'll get it one of these
0: days don't expect to get your stuff for quite some time yeah it
1: could be bed bath and beyond Victoria's secret or like sun coast pack sun
0: it could be sun coast video yeah is that still a thing no i don't think so Oh, dude, you know what I got? Some old Blockbuster video gift cards.
1: We could gift those out for sure.
0: (laughs) This was after I lived here. I think every Blockbuster video in the world had closed except for one. There's one, right? uh, Well, I don't know. But at this time, there was maybe one in Arkansas because it was Arkansas. And my mom, my grandma had asked my mom what I wanted for Christmas. And my mom said, Best Buy gift cards. That's all. Just get them a Best Buy gift card. This was before like Amazon or anything. Yeah. and. She got me a Blockbuster video gift card. <laughs> this is not like 2010, so there's just like That's no so Blockbuster. Funny. And I'm like, what? Where am I going to use a Blockbuster <laughs> video gift this? card? And she's like, well, I told her Best Buy, and she said, well, why would anybody go to Best Buy? What's at Best Buy? Nothing's at Best Buy. I'm getting them a Blockbuster.
1: Oh, my gosh. At that point in time, though, didn't they have an online store or something?
0: I don't think it was Blockbuster? a thing. Well, I mean, it must have been a thing because she got a gift card somehow.
1: Gosh, I feel so bad for those people that owned Blockbuster when they passed on Netflix. Don't feel bad for them.
0: Idiots. They're probably millionaires. Idiot. Still? Oh, yeah. You think so?
1: Yeah. If they're still alive. <laughs> you know? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I do. Because they passed up on Netflix. I don't know if you heard of that company or not.
0: Yeah. So, you might get a Blockbuster Video gift card.
1: Could be. That'd be really nostalgic and cool. You could keep it in a safe or in a vacuum-sealed box. No, you'll get a, uh-huh. you'll get a usable uh-huh.
0: gift card. We just have yet to decide.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's... Uh, in about three to six months. That's the game. That's the winners. <laughs> yeah, in roughly six to nine months.
0: Thank you, guys, for playing. We really, really, Absolutely. really appreciate we will do... it. It was amazing. These podcasts have all took off. They're very well yeah, downloaded and really listened well. to. I think it's been awesome we're gonna do this every year guys
1: and then uh but next
0: year is gonna be completely different we're gonna make our own bracket with our own rankings right
1: and i feel like we're we i feel like we're gonna do this a little more often than once a year i would want to do this a little more yeah maybe we could do
0: like well, I don't know. The whole March Madness, Starf Madness. Well, that's that true. Works good out. point. We'll do other fun games, though, that aren't yeah. necessarily bracket
1: challenges. Yeah, like Rock, Paper, Scissors, that, Canasta, that don't bridge. take us six weeks to resolve. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have an ongoing Monopoly game that Ooh. we'll talk about. I love Monopoly. <laughs> Settlers of Catan. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. First, first time I ever played that was at Meyerhofer's house. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. a good game. Years ago now. Um I got dude I've got a ton of news. Oh, we better well, get to it then. 1 2 Cuz got, I got a bunch too. I shouldn't say I've got a ton of news. I've just got I got some things we got to talk about, okay? Okay. All right. So first off, there Again, I'm going to wrap in the trailers into this. I'm not going to do it in what you're watching cuz I feel like trailers are more newsworthy Newsy. than they are. I, I mean, you watch them for 2 or 3 minutes. We should That's do it. a
0: whole trailer segment.
1: Yeah, cuz I kind of got a bunch of trailers here that we got to talk about. But anyway, um first thing i gotta lead it off with guess i don't know what do i always talk about for some unknown reason suicide suicide squad, squad. all right james Gunn's suicide squad has reportedly added john cena in the mix okay I like and he's john replacing cena. um what's that dude uh batista dave batista
0: Was Dave Bautista in that? Yeah, he was. Was he He, Killer Croc?
1: No, he was going to be somebody. I don't know who he was supposed to play, but John Cena reportedly will play Peacemaker.
0: Okay. I don't Uh, know who that is. I don't
1: either. Didn't look him up. Don't really care.
0: Nice. I like John Cena, though. I think he'll be
1: good. He was awesome in Ferdinand, and you don't like that movie. Oh, that
0: movie was awful. But he was pretty good in that movie, Blockers.
1: See, and I never saw
0: that. Don't. I mean, there's nothing to see, but I'm just saying he was a bright spot in that movie that was mediocre.
1: Okay. Um, Next, I'm not going to talk about Suicide Squad anymore. Okay? That's Unless there's big news, but I'm done with this news segment. Okay. Done. A trailer came out for a TV show. It's going to be, um, let's see, a web television series called The Boys. Okay. Have you seen this? No. I had never seen this either. Apparently, it's a, a comic book that Garth Ennis... Um. Did love him, and it's uh.
0: He did uh like um preacher, right?
1: Did he do preacher? Yeah,
0: I think so. I don't know. Yeah, I'd
1: have to look him up. Um, but by Garth Ennis and uh, Derek Robertson, the show was developed by Eric Kripke, Evan Goldberg, and Seth Rogen.
0: Oh, okay. Well, those guys do
1: preacher. Yeah. So it's about superheroes. He did do preacher, by the way. Okay. It's about these superhero American superheroes that kind of just do what they want. They have no rules. They just do whatever. They save they save people, but they're also like bad. It's going to be like a rated R show and they just kind of do whatever they want. They cuss, they beat people up, they have sex with each other. They do some kinda wild like, stuff. Um,
0: Hancock, remember that movie?
1: Yeah, it is it's like Hancock to the 10th degree
0: without a terrible ending.
1: Yeah. Right. It's much better than Hancock. I think it looks really good. If you haven't seen the trailer, I suggest watching it because, um, it made me want to read this comic book. So I bought a bunch of it on comiXology. Sweet. Um, I shouldn't say a bunch of it. I think I bought the first like three or four issues just to get a taste of it. You can get it for like, like, what was it? Like two ninety nine or something, an issue on comiXology because of the 15% off because of the unlimited, um, and it it looks it looks like something i've never seen in in superhero lore it's everything you would want you you would like want to see superheroes do like literally whatever they want they have superpowers you know what i mean like there's a stretchy guy there's like a guy that's just like uh, superman that can fly and is like basically unkillable there's a woman that does things i don't know um sexist <laughs> you always say that uh, I don't know what there's a
0: woman was. that does things not important. I,
1: I don't remember her. I the, literally the only two does I she remember is make force is like a fields stretch-
0: and turn invisible.
1: Mm, I don't think so. It's not like that. Okay, but I remember the stretchy guy and I remember the superman type guy, but looks really neat. I would suggest watching the trailer
0: led by a grinning psychopath named Butcher.
1: Yeah, Butcher. Oh, you're reading about it? Yeah, yeah, it's really cool um the trailer i guess it wasn't necessarily a trailer but it was like a like a teaser a teaser for swamp thing oh yeah yeah I was, that was on my list too you saw that oh so excited okay
0: fraught so, with uh instability though Yes, but i don't know if any of that that might all be bullshit
1: no here's why it's not bullshit and i know it to be fact because everybody's talking about it yeah um the problem is that what happened is that they cut the episodes down from 13 to 10. Right. But- and they, this was going to be a continuing series. And they told them, you have to end it on the 10th episode. It's done on 10th episode.
0: Do they know that? Or it's like, you have to end it in case we don't have a season two?
1: No. They, they know that. The reason for this is because AT&T bought Warner Brothers. And now AT- AT&T wants to have its own streaming network. Uh, f- oh, for all of Warner on. Brothers' shows. So what's going to happen is Warner Brothers is going to get rid of the DC All Access or whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, I've heard this. They're going to get rid of the DC, uh, streaming app and basically redo it. Hopefully, now the big hope here is that they would keep those DC shows and well, not scrap them. Why wouldn't they? Why? Would- it's the same company. It's what AT and T wants now. It's not what Warner Brothers wants. AT and T owns Warner Brothers. Okay,
0: but um. All these movie, all these shows that DC had, these DC streaming shows, mm-hmm. were produced by Warner Brothers, correct? Because they have a partnership. Doesn't Warner Brothers have all the TV and film rights for DC?
1: Correct. But do, now AT and T does. Well,
0: I understand so it's that whether
1: or not these people want them to do it.
0: I think that um, I'm sure there's that Warner I Brothers still acts with its own I certain hope, amount of autonomy. I hope so. I'm guessing... But
1: they're ending Swamp Thing at the 10th episode, so... So you know. we get a Swamp Thing miniseries. Yeah, that's basically what it's going to be. I'm fine with that. We'll see. Uh, I don't know. I would like it. It's supposed to come... It's still supposed to come out May 31st, um, so it's coming up.
0: I feel like... Okay. First of all, these DC shows on the streaming app, how many people are subscribing... You know, I guess it doesn't take a lot of subscribers to generate a pretty significant amount of money from it. But, I mean, do you think there's a 100,000 subscribers? I I doubt it, right? Maybe, yeah. Maybe 20,000?
1: It probably isn't that many, only because they've only had, what, two shows, three shows? I think it's Titans and Doom Patrol.
0: Titans and Doom Patrol, and they got a bunch more coming.
1: They do have more coming. They just, now, it's like, well... Well, do they put all those out yet? I don't think so. I think they do a Swamp Thing only because it's been slotted, you know, May 31st, and they have to.
0: Yeah. If they really wanted to make a big leap and try and get subscribers, they would have to bring their CW shows, which is still Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. They'd have to bring in Supergirl and Flash.
1: and they, Yeah. And I, there I don't a, see that There is a though.
0: lot of people clamoring for this the continuation of that Young Justice cartoon. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, not, I don't, I'm, not me personally, but...
1: I don't see The Flash or Supergirl coming over there as other shows because they've had so many seasons on the CW. I feel like they can just end them. Plus, I mean,
0: the cost of those
1: shows. That's what, yeah, and to produce them They're high would be astronomical. Shows, yeah. um, the, here's the thing. So this is basically, we're living in the day and age where uh, cable and satellite are getting killed.
0: Quickly becoming irrelevant.
1: They are, this is like... Now, I wouldn't consider network TV yet to
0: be irrelevant, no, like your broadcast channels.
1: I think those are I think they're going to be around.
0: I think keeping alive because there's so many people that don't understand that you don't need direct tv to get yeah. cbs, NBC, abc and fox. Right. So this there is, are places where
1: you do, but So this is why I mean, this is me. I am in this I'm not, not I'm not the people that need dish network. I'm saying I'm in the group of people that do not I do not have satellite anymore. I don't have any cable cuz it's not available to me. I've gotten rid of all that. I have a regular antenna and I get to Two, five, seven, nine, eleven, twenty-six, fifty—all these, a bunch of extra HG channels.
0: Even if you don't do that, you can still get your locals through Hulu or through YouTube. Yep. Now, so I mean, it's kind of expensive. I think they charge you like twenty or thirty bucks a month.
1: Yeah, it is. It's like I know I looked at Hulu, and I think for for Hulu like live, where you get live shows and stuff, it was like forty bucks.
0: Yeah, it's quite a bit more.
1: So, but you know in my world i can watch all of those and then i can subscribe to hulu netflix have you gone HBO. the next the
0: next one rung down where you have a dvr standalone dvr that can record no your so antenna they're not expensive this is
1: what i need to do because i need to record stuff you're right this is the whole reason why i haven't been watching um american idol very often is because you're i have not haven't home been, between seven and nine yeah, yeah on monday like sundays and mondays i'm not around to i watch wouldn't them. watch
0: anything on network tv if i didn't have a dvr because i would never watch something
1: live it's, a, it's like impossible in our, like in the season of our lives right now, it's basically impossible to watch any of those network shows. Well,
0: plus I'm not going to watch commercials.
1: I'm not going to do it. I mean, I, I, it hasn't bothered me in the slightest to have commercials on because there's just so many other things going on in my house that I, I think I'm, i I than... think
0: like most people that don't do the antenna thing that don't have cable or satellite. Mm-hmm. And I always say, I'm like, why don't you just hook up your antenna or uh, hook up an antenna? Y- yeah. Y- from here, you can get with a regular like you don't even need the big directional no. antennas. Really, I mean they're better.
1: I that's what I have. I
0: do. I have the same thing too. But you don't really need it. In my old house, I didn't have an antenna, and I just had one of those window ones. Yep, and it was fine. I didn't get all. You of the You won't get channel
1: two or eleven probably. You
0: can't get two. Yeah,
1: uh, two's the hardest to get, and eleven is kind of hard to get too. But I've got the big one. It's up thirty five feet with an amplifier, and I get everything you want. Yeah, and it's the HD quality. You know? Oh,
0: it's, yeah, it's it's actually higher HD quality than what you get over DirecTV. Right, yeah. It's, and pretty soon it's going to be 4K, I think. Will it really? Yeah. That's it, amazing. I think so. But, but yeah, they, but they, they sell a standalone, I think it's called Channel Master DVR that you can just hook up.
1: I need to get that big time. I mean,
0: you could do the TiVo thing, but they charge you a subscription oh. fee.
1: But I, I think it's amazing that we are living in a time right now where I do feel like we are going to see cable or... Uh, like satellite companies just go under. Just I don't be done. think so. I think we will. I think you will see. So many people are still have direct TV. Yeah, but I'm saying in our life, I'm not saying in the next two or five years. First I'm saying of, in our lifetimes, we will see lifetime, those companies yeah. fail. But some of them. The
0: problem we have right now in any sort of a rural area is we just do not have a reliable
1: enough high speed internet. It's coming though. I mean, if I can. The only reason I have it is because I can see your grain leg. That's literally why I only have reliable internet. Yeah, but you're not, here's the um, deal.
0: You're not able to get probably very high definition on our speeds. You know, you're you're definitely not able to get as good as. Of-
1: no, I'm probably, maybe not, but I've never been able to notice a difference from like the Comcast I had in town, Mazan to here now. I mean, in the other house before we built this one, before i moved the it was definitely slower it was hard to stream things for those two years we were basically in a desert i felt alone i didn't feel like i had a companion anymore um i mean i was still married and my wife was around and my kids but still you know you just need that internet yeah you know what i mean i do for love and affection Mm -hmm. um but moving over here since i do have a clear shot cuz our internet works off of radio waves and it has to have line of sight it's been perfect yeah literally works all the time if it, it worked through all of the winter time when ice ice can be an issue but um, and re- heavy rain can be an issue but since we're so close and i can see your grain leg so well it's not an issue for me
0: yep shout out to uh medianet wireless yeah
1: medianet coming in coming in and recently Hot. upgraded
0: to fiber optics, so they're going to be significantly
1: upgrading their speeds. Yeah, that'll be great over the next. That, year. That'll be great. Um, but I just I think that's really cool. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, I don't know. Like I guess Swamp Thing's going to happen, but it's not the way I thought it was going to be.
0: You know, we'll see. Maybe it'll take off,
1: be really successful. And here's some news that I heard about. We I wish we could have went to that Star Wars celebration that mm-hmm. was in um, Chicago. So apparently it was this big deal, because I heard about it. It's a and huge, it was a huge deal. Yeah, apparently. I really wish we could have went, because I think uh, um, a lot of top-name people were there. For sure. And they showed, well, they showed um, the first, they did a, like a teaser trailer, but then they showed the first six minutes of the first episode of The Mandalorian.
0: Oh, wow. That's
1: coming out. And uh, so I heard this on the Kevin Smith, or in the Fat Man on Batman uh, JC, the owner of Scum and Villainy Cantina in uh, Los Angeles, where they do the podcast. He went, he flew out to Chicago and went to this thing and he went to basically all of the panels. He said they do a lottery for these panels because everybody wants to get on. So you get a badge and then they just draw badge numbers. Your badge has a number on it. They draw numbers. And if you get picked, you get to go to those, the top panels. Nice. So it's like the fairest way to do it, I guess. Um, anyway, he saw the first six minutes of the Mandalorian and he said, it's pretty amazing. He he said at first he thought it was going to be weird because they called the guy, uh, the Mandalorian, but he, then he quickly realized, he says that it's like a Western, it's going to be like a space Western because the empire is gone. Um, the rebellion hasn't like taken over. There is no r- new Republic or anything that is in charge. He said, and it's almost like lawlessness in space. Right. And uh, the Mandalorian is a bounty bounty hunter, and he's like the Old West kind of shoot-em-up guy. And uh, he said it just looks really incredible. He said the only gripe he had was that there, it's very clear that it's like first-season budget, even though it's Disney, even though Disney's got all the monies. Um, he said it's still first-season budget, and you can tell it's like, cheap somewhat cheaply made TV he said but it doesn't take away from anything because yeah, the acting is phenomenal that. he said there's still like stormtroopers wandering around that technically don't have a job but they're still there and they still have their armor and well, he's like there's no troopers, of
0: course they're gonna go out then and they're gonna form their own groups yeah and then they're going to be gangs essentially right and they're gonna try and take over and hold the planet I mean one of the most compelling parts neat. of Star Wars Rebels which is an amazing show um, they do a lot around Mandalore and okay. in the, to the history and the lore of Mandalore. Yeah. And um, it's incredible. It's one of the best parts of that show. It's like a tribal culture mm-hmm. with these kind of warring factions.
1: And he so he kind of hits on that and he says, because originally you would assume that the Mandalorian would take place on Mandalore. It doesn't really. It's just it's just about this one Mandalorian character. That is traveling around. And so you don't see Mandalore. You just see him in space and doing his thing. So,
0: Well, you might as the show goes on. Yeah, right?
1: I'm sure you will at some point. But it, it doesn't cover Mandalore. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I guess he had the perception of going in like it's going to be all about Mandalore and you're going to learn about the Mandalorians. Oh, I
0: didn't have that perception. He, I, I kind of figured it was going to be more along that route of like a traveling.
1: I, I guess I didn't know what I thought it was going to be. I didn't really. I, um, I
0: thought it was cool, too, in Rebels. If you haven't seen Star Wars Rebels, you definitely need to watch that. But um, there's a, a point where one of the characters, I think it was, uh, I can't remember her name now, Sabine, I think, was her name. Anyway, she's a Mandalorian. And she goes back and kind of becomes the head of her family, tribe, kingdom, whatever. Okay. And she gets the, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a, a sword that Mandalorians had mm-hmm. that was basically, like, the anti-lightsaber. It was, like, their defense. Oh, it was, like, okay. their own version of a lightsaber.
1: Is it like that? They used uh, it to
0: fight the Jedi.
1: You know that thing that they those red guards had that could, like, block No, them.
0: it's, like, a dark, it's, like, black, like a glowing black sword.
1: Oh, all right. It was cool. That's cool. That's hot. Yeah. Sounds hot. Anyway, so,
0: yeah, super excited about that. And then I think, you know... It's going to be hard once you get all these different streaming services. There, there's almost just really too many. There, it's there like is such a fragmented market right now. But you got to understand, this is we're in the infancy of because you've
1: got. Let's think about this. So you've got Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime, which everybody only gets basically for the shipping. Then um, they got a lot of good shows too. And then right? you're going to have so you have HBO. DC, DC, which is going away probably HBO. Well, it uh, isn't,
0: though. It's just becoming a Warner Brothers streaming. Yeah, but it'll be totally different. totally makes sense because Warner Brothers can then put all of their movie content out there, which there's it a lot of. It does make sense.
1: I just hope they carry over the shows. Right. Which I, right now I feel like they're not going to do. Right. So we'll see. Then you have, um, what did I say? So then you have like CBS app. They have one. They have a streaming app. Apple TV, like streaming TVs coming out. Yeah.
0: Um. You have like um, Sling. Yeah, Sling. Which is like a collection of things.
1: There's just, there are so many of them out there that it, I think Marvel has their own, don't they? No. Or they used
0: to. No, they have a.
1: Oh, it's the comic book thing. They have, they have, have their own book comic book thing. thing. but uh, There's a bunch of other ones. Yeah, Sony Be- has one. Disney Plus. Sony
0: Crackle, right? But that's free, so I don't know. There's but no.
1: once Disney comes out and they take all of their stuff back, holy smokes, man. Because they can take all of Fox stuff, too. Yeah, I think... Away from Netflix. And you
0: know, like, uh, Hulu is owned by NBC and Fox, and some of the networks own Hulu together.
1: Okay, so... Because Disney didn't get any of the Fox television stuff, right? I don't know. I think Fox's television portion is still its own, and then Fox's... Uh, movie? Portion. No, no,
0: because they got X Files.
1: That's right. So it's Fox Entertainment. I think so. Yeah, but Fox Sports would be its own thing. Yes. Okay. So then and they would it's own a portion. Not Fox
0: on Hulu, but you, you'll know if you have Hulu. I don't. I don't. I do have it, but I, I don't watch it very often. But there's only like there's a lot of network shows. That's, all
1: the network shows are on there, but right? not
0: all. Not CBS. Oh, okay. And I think there's ABC shows on there, but maybe they won't be. Now no, I know there are
1: because I know uh, Amy was catching I up. I think ABC,
0: Disney, my own part of Hulu. Okay. But I'm not sure.
1: Well, yeah, they probably, if they own some of, wait, do they own some of ABC? Disney does? Oh
0: Disney owns ABC.
1: So uh, now they own Fox too. Correct. So it's all, Disney's, Disney's going to print our money.
0: ABC for a long time.
1: It's like. So Kevin Smith said this in the recent podcast. They're like, do you want, he's like, Disney's going to come out and say, do you want things that are drawn or do you want superheroes? Cause we own all of them. Right. Right. Everything that's drawn and every superhero yeah. we own. That's fine. I, I, whatever. <laughs> it's incredible. Is it fine though? In the long run? I,
0: they seem to be doing a good job
1: right now. It's going to be, a I don't
0: think they're like a nefarious corporation. So
1: <laughs> Dr. Nefario. Well, I mean, here's the thing
0: the the whole point of the existence of that company is to produce entertainment that people want and like right.
1: to make me happy so what
0: i mean i'm not saying what bad could come of it there is, it's not like there's no competition
1: i feel like competition
0: netflix is a huge competition yeah
1: and i feel like competition amazon is, good is in this, a huge competition the reason i don't want disney to own all of this stuff is because it there is nothing that then would provoke them to create new and different shows. They will create what works, but if 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 you didn't have the competition and they didn't come out with a Swamp Thing or a Flash or a Doom Patrol or something that's different that people all of a sudden like, or like a Guardians. Like, nobody necessarily wanted a Guardians of the Galaxy, and then we saw it, and we're like, holy shit, we needed this our entire yeah.
0: lives. But they have th- to come up with new and different stuff. That's what keeps them relevant.
1: Uh, right, but I don't think it'll drive them to the, like, the off-branded comic book stuff that you don't think of. Like, they could pull from... The normal stuff that's in front of them, you could get kind of complacent in that because there is so much stuff. If we're
0: just talking comics, let's look at the facts that Netflix owns so many independent comics now. They better start making them. They are. I mean, they're the whole Millarverse. They're making. Oh yeah, they a, are doing them. They bought verse. a bunch of AMC has Preacher going and The Walking Dead. So I mean, there's that's a, what I'm.
1: That's what I'm saying. So all these companies are driving. That competition and bringing in those outside.
0: I don't think those companies are going anywhere anytime soon. I think there's a lot of content to go around, and if Disney wants to make PG thirteen, you know they're not going to have any rated R content on their
1: channel. Who? Oh, Disney plus. Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that that's a little bit of a
0: mistake, to be honest. But if they want to own Star Wars, remember uh, too, uh, Amazon owns Lord of the Rings. You know, Amazon is one of the biggest and richest corporations in the world right now. And they are sitting here with Amazon prime, which has a lot of great shows, but is in everybody's house anyway. So I mean, yeah, you know, I, there's a there's that's a true. world in which Directv becomes a streaming service. I know they already have a streaming service that comes with your subscription,
1: right? But it, I don't feel like they're going to be a satellite dish box anymore. You know, and they're going already away. going
0: that direction. There's a lot of people that have Directv only like streaming.
1: I did not know that was a thing. Oh yeah, for sure. No, I didn't. So okay, I have uh, another thing. Yeah, go on. Deadwood teaser. Did you watch that? I didn't see the teaser.
0: I heard that it come out for for the the movie. movie. Yeah, I'm very excited about that.
1: What I wasn't aware of is that it's an HBO film. So HBO is producing the film. It's going to be on Yeah, I knew that because
0: they own Deadwood. Yeah,
1: I still thought it would. I thought, honestly, when I heard that Deadwood was having a movie, I thought it would be like coming out in theaters as a movie. Oh, no, no. I knew that. I was was wrong. an HBO
0: movie.
1: Um, That also comes out May 31st. So I'm going to be able to watch Swamp Thing and Deadwood on the same day. <laughs> Amazing. See see how good that is? Did they get everybody back for the Deadwood it's movie? All, Timothy all Oliphant? It's all of the same cast. Sweet. 100% Didn't, the same uh, cast. Spoilers. Didn't Alice
0: Wearingen die? Um, well, I don't an, remember. Now. That's another one we completely forget about is um, American Gods on Stars? Yeah.
1: Oh, this is what I, uh, I wanted to talk about this too when I get down to my comic book news. Okay. Uh, that remind me, okay. Um, anyway, well, I guess I can go to that now because that's all I wanted to say is that Deadwood had a teaser come out for the movie, it looks identical to the way it was, just better. Guys, if it's you new. haven't
0: watched Deadwood, which lots of people haven't,
1: oh gosh, you need to get in there, man. Just start.
0: I, I don't think there's a whole lot that you need to watch. I think there's four seasons
1: of it, yeah, it, is all that came out. And um, uh, there's short seasons too, I think they're like or, 10 episodes, eight or 10 episodes, something like that. Watch that before the so movie, so good. You, yeah, you really need to. I wouldn't go in just watching the movie because I do feel like you'll be left behind. For sure, definitely. I'd probably
0: have to rewatch it.
1: I, I started. I I've watched the first three or four episodes of the first season again. And uh you, you could tell that it's like two thousand five ish production, mm. but still very good. It's I mean, it's dirty, it's out there. You know, they don't hold back on anything with that show. No. It's crazy. It's great. Um, really good. So my comic book news. Oh, do you have any other news you want to cover? Um,
0: no. Just uh, I was we were going to talk about Endgame a little bit.
1: Yeah, we'll do that in our comic book news. Okay. Is that all right? Yeah, it's a it started as a comic book. <laughs> sure. Did you know that? Did yeah. you know that yeah. Infinity Gauntlet? Yeah. Okay. Um, I just found this this week. This is my comic book news, and I'll add in the the American Gods after this. But they came out with a book. And let's see. There has been it's a twelve issues, and it's and it came out February fourth. But there's been five episodes out or five uh, books out so far, and it's called Old Man Quill.
0: Oh yeah, I knew that. Did you
1: see that? Mm-hmm. Yep. I did not see that until just like this week.
0: I they're old manifying the entire Marvel and universe because of the success of it. Old kind
1: Man of Man bothers me in a way, and then. So I read the first issue because I had to once I uh, saw it, once I read what, is it, what it's about. And I'm going to read it to you real quick about what it's about. Do you know what it's about? No. Okay. So Peter Quill, obviously was Star-Lord, uh, the legendary outlaw, but it's been quite some time since he's gone by that name, taking over for his father as the Emperor of Spartax, Uh, Quill put the life of a spacefaring adventurer behind him for one of leadership and responsibility. Quill grew up, but things didn't go as planned. Decades have passed, and Peter is haunted by tragedy. Down and out, Quill's existence means nothing until the former Guardians of the Galaxy drag Peter out of his funk for one last mission, the heist of a lifetime, and Quill's harrowing quest for redemption begins here. I reading that I was like, okay, so it's just guardians of the galaxy, right? That's all it is. Then I read the first issue and it's going to be bigger than just the guardians of the galaxy because of what happens in the first issue. And it, I mean, it's not super mind blowing or anything like that, but it has a lot of weight to it because he basically, I don't want to give away the first issue unless you're going to, I don't know. Go ahead. I hate spoiling things. I, like his whole, I'm plan- probably not going to read it. His so. whole planet gets destroyed. Basically, he thought he was going to be this big, um, like uh, military mastermind, where he takes his military from Spartax and goes and uh, goes through hyperspace and falls right on top of uh, the enemy that he's like fighting, and um, they call it the Church, I think, or the Church of something or something like that is attacking him. And uh, he jumps in, attacks this lady, gets right into her ship right away. And she's like, oh, that's funny. She's like, you thought you were some military mastermind. She's like, but you left your entire planet open for attack. She's like, I think Spartax fell like 30 minutes ago. And so he races out and flies back home. And then the last image you see is this big, it's like a crater, but it's like a blast mark of the their symbol like this, the church, I think it's, I think it's called just the church. Um, But uh, there's like this symbol carved into the planet and that's all you see. And then he becomes like this massive drunk. Basically, Hmm. he just floats around in space on a ship and he sleeps the whole time. And then he has a ship wake him up when he gets the shipment, his shipment of whiskey in, it's either whiskey or moonshine, something like that. And that's the only time he wakes up he drinks all of that and then goes back into like this hypersleep or whatever they call it. And the computer wakes him up for it. And then he gets woke up before, um, his shipment comes in and he's wondering why, and he's kind of pissed off. And then they say, the computer tells him like, you have a mission. He's like, what? What? Well, I don't have any mission. And then all of the guardians of the galaxy are standing there in his ship and, it, was pretty, it seemed pretty cool. I don't think it's anything that I'm really going to continue to read. Maybe once it's all out because there's only 12 issues. Um,
0: yeah, something like that I would only read as like a collected work. Yeah, or I think that's course.
1: what I'm going to do. I, I bought the first one just to check it out so I could comment on it. It seems pretty cool. If you like Guardians of the Galaxy and you like Peter Quill and whatnot, this would be a good book. And I think it's looking at him in different light for sure because he's older um, and they end up at the wasteland, where Old Man Logan takes place, like in that wasteland era. It's the same, same exact time frame, I guess. Um, and they end up down there at, at the end of the first. Nobody station. seems to age. It's pretty weird.
0: Yeah. I mean, I get it with Wolverine because he right. can't age very well. Much. Remember,
1: we talked about this though. In space, it's different. Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, he's
0: uh, he's time like travel. part god, so he is now. Yeah now he
1: is he oh wait no he was created that way yeah
0: you're right because there's a another old man series going on right now uh there old is? man punisher no yeah well he's in old man logan right we we talked about this on the he, podcast. he is
1: but i've never seen a book out with him
0: in it no he's in that though it, it says on the cover old man punisher or something like that and it's like a really old frank castle okay i'm like yeah. well he doesn't have the
1: healing factor yeah that's true <laughs> He's just a man.
0: I mean, I haven't read it, so I, I don't know.
1: Here's what I was going to say about my comic book news about uh, American Gods. They came out with a new comic book that Neil Gaiman is writing, um, and I'm sure it's written very well, and the story is good to me, like looking at it because I checked it all out. Uh, you can look at previews and stuff. The art is not good.
0: Really? I did I th- not like I think it. they've been running an American Gods comic for a while, haven't they?
1: Um, the ones I looked at, there was like only three issues. Okay. It was written by Neil Gaiman. Originally,
0: it was a novel.
1: Yes. An amazing
0: novel. Yeah. One of my favorites of all time.
1: It, The art is bad. Okay. Like,
0: I'll, I'll have to check it out.
1: It's like it's like, um, the, the covers look cool, but the issue I opened up and was looking inside, it uh, looked like a kind of a crappy Sunday comic in a newspaper. And I was like really surprised that it would look that way Hmm. and so granted i didn't buy it i looked at a preview that comiXology will let you look at and they let you look at like two pages um they've definitely had a ton of American
0: Gods comics
1: the ones i looked at just came out American
0: Gods volume one volume two there's a bunch of them
1: well whatever just came out recently in the last two weeks because it was issue one i think that i was looking at okay
0: well, this was, I think, a couple of years ago. When that show started, they started running a comic book um, written by Neil Gaiman. I think it was just the book, basically, that okay. was um, turned into a graphic novel. Well, it's not... And I bought a bunch of them, so that's why
1: I know that. But okay. I don't know what the new one is, no. So I'll have to check that well, out. I, I'm sure the artist is very good, and maybe this is the style that him and Neil Gaiman like agreed upon.
0: Two days ago, creative team behind American Gods on the final arc. And adapting novels into comics, so they've been adapting the novel into a comic, and I think they've been doing it a while. The one that's coming out is probably volume three. They're like they're starting the third volume. I'm guessing.
1: Okay, well, if you're into that style, you can look it up. uh, Look up the book. Yeah, the the book itself, the novel, is phenomenal.
0: Some of the pages, yeah, it looks really, really weird. Yeah, does not good art at all.
1: It No, it looks like something that you would pay a guy Wow, a very minimal amount of money for. And what, it's like they is, didn't care. What is going on with that? Huh.
0: Well, you know, we to should read it own. before we make any judgments.
1: That's why I said, I'm sure the writing is phenomenal because I love almost everything Neil Gaiman has done. But the, it just, I didn't, I'm not jiving with the art at all. Yeah. So, go ahead. you uh I've got a, some of your what's your Yeah, I definitely have some of that too. Watching.
0: Um I just wanted to point out we're on the eve of Jerry's birthday. We are. Happy I, birthday to, to you, Mr. President. Happy birthday to Didn't we already do sing happy birthday to you on one show?
1: I don't know why you would. Okay.
0: Well, happy birthday nonetheless. Hey, thank you. So tomorrow is Jerry's birthday. 32.
1: 32? 32 years old. Wow. You're getting I'm too old for this shit. old, man.
0: And then the day after
1: for Jerry's it. birthday present, boom.
0: The Snarf team plus mm, dude mm, mm, will be going mm, mm. to see Avengers Endgame. Endgame. By the time you hear this podcast, you've probably already seen it if yeah. you haven't. You're a terrible human being. So
1: here's the good thing is that the next podcast we can get we can do a review and it'll be enough time for you guys to go see it. Yeah. It'll give you okay? two weeks to see because it. Because this episode doesn't come out until next week. It would be the second of May. Um and so you're listening to this on the second of May, probably, or third or whatever. Either way, this should give you plenty of time. To watch End Game because it's going to be the week after this that we give the review,
0: right? So I'm super excited about it. I am so pumped. Um, I cannot
1: believe that the day has come that we get to see the end of this whole saga. And Kevin Smith went and saw it already because he Chris Hemsworth gave him premiere tickets because Chris Hemsworth was in uh, Jan Silent Bob reboot. Yes, and uh, he was talking to him and he's like, he's like, oh yeah, well I'll see it at the premiere and Kevin was like, "Huh? Yeah, okay." He's like, "Well, what do you mean? Aren't you going?" He's like, "No. I have no tickets to that. Why would I how would I ever get tickets to that?" He's like, "Oh, well, do you want to be my guest? I've got extra tickets." Oh my god. It's like, "Yes, absolutely." What did he say about it? So, him and what he didn't really give any any indication did he about say whether it he yet. liked it. He didn't. I mean, of course, Kevin Smith likes everything. Right. You know he likes it. He's like he was talking about how he cried basically through the whole thing. Oh,
0: so awesome! I'm so excited. He
1: didn't give any sort of reviews, and he's not going to do any of them until it comes out. He said, and then after it comes out, the, like the week after, they'll do a Fat Man on Batman review because Mark won't get to see it until Thursday. Uh, so tomorrow, Mark's gonna go see it. Um, and yeah. So,
0: I, anyway, it was dude brought it up going to see it Friday night. Uh-huh. We're all, like, totally in. Um, so, somehow it fell on me to get tickets.
1: <laughs> it did. I'm so glad <laughs> it got
0: pushed onto you. So, um, I start looking around for tickets, right? And I'm like, and this is a week ahead of time. Yeah. A week this prior. Was, yeah,
1: this was the last week, last uh, Thursday. And of course,
0: um, if you know, we refuse to see movies in Morris Movie Theater, which is awful.
1: Yeah, if anybody lives in Morris or in the surrounding area, obviously you know. Don't go there. Yeah. If you do so frequent there. I start looking for tickets.
0: I'm like, well, it. let's go see an IMAX. What are we doing here? Yeah. So we got like three or four different IMAX options around here. Looked it up. on I uh, looked up new Lennox. Sold out. IMAX sold out. Two shows. Uh, looked at their regular showings. All sold out. Yeah. Looked at Joliet at eight, nine, and 10. All sold out. Looked at Naperville. Plainfield, Naperville. All sold out. Everything. Unbelievable. Looked at Yorkville. Sold out looked at um, oswego sold out except except i found one showing at eight thirty, in oswego on a regular screen um that still had tickets so i got one i
1: don't care if they, they were, showed it on the back of a paper plate that's not true because you won't see it in Morris. so oh that's true <laughs>
0: um i there was two other movie theaters i looked at that were all sold out a week prior so and these are big movie theaters they're huge yeah
1: there's a lot of people going to this movie. Oh, Bolingbrook
0: sold out. Um, basically, every theater within a 50-mile radius of us, and Is, we're we're like 50 miles from Chicago, Right, was sold out. So the entire <laughs> Chicago suburbs was sold out at almost every movie
1: theater. Isn't that incredible?
0: Except for the, like single seats here and there. I was trying to get three seats.
1: Together, there was a report.
0: They all I, had seats, by the way, in the front row, but I'm not doing that. Nobody
1: wants to go to the front row. There was a report out uh, about how many tickets Avengers Endgame has sold. Has pre-sold? Yeah. It was like something astronomical. It's it's sold more pre-ticket sales than any other show, I think.
0: What do you think we will need be to the opening up. box office weekend?
1: Oh, my gosh. And I
0: don't know when it releases international because they don't always release the right. same date. I'm not
1: sure what it releases international either, but um, boy, oh, boy. Like domestically, isn't like $150 million really good? That's
0: very good, yeah, but I mean that's not Avengers good. That's like Captain Marvel good.
1: Okay, what was Avengers? Um,
0: opening Do we know? I don't know. Um, Infinity I, War. I bet you. Um, uh, sorry for the dead air here. Uh, the in uh, in release, um, well, Avengers total domestic gross was six hundred seventy eight million. International, $2 billion, by the way. Um, opening weekend was $257 million domestic.
1: So it's saying, here's two stories that are out. CNBC came out with one 13 hours ago, and then Deadline had one two days ago. And it says Avengers Endgame pre-sales estimated at $120 million plus. That's
0: insane. Nothing has ever
1: pre-sold pre-sales. like that. Nothing and then it says 300 300 million domestic opening in play um but then, definitely well CNBC came out 13 hours ago it says Avengers Endgame is destined to smash box office record this weekend but it won't surpass 300 million okay well i do 257 think be,
0: million was the opening weekend for infinity war and you'd have if to you've
1: think. already pre-sold 120 you've got to be three hundred million. Easily. I'm I'm guessing there's there's no way you couldn't sell you couldn't have at least two hundred million opening weekend.
0: I'm saying three hundred and fifty million opening weekend.
1: Here's the thing. Now that you say that though, a hundred and twenty million pre sale is filling up all of these places. So opening weekend maybe you don't because everything's pre sold already. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're filling up those seats already with pre sale tickets. So I don't know. I, I still think it's going to be over 300 million this weekend.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think it is going to be over 300 million. I think, the f- first of all, I mean, foreign on a film like that is usually double domestic. Yeah. And uh, you got to think foreign is going to be even way bigger being the second film yeah. in this franchise because <laughs> big tech only doing, I say only, it did 1.3 billion foreign sales. Okay. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But think of how many people are in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's 8, 8 billion, billion people. Okay. And you know, half of those people probably don't have access to any sort of movies, but mm-hmm. probably less than half, but whatever you call it. I mean, you gotta, you gotta think that foreign numbers gonna be higher.
1: I, I agree. I think
0: you might see a $300 billion you know, movie here.
1: You know what I can't imagine is all of the movies that come out this weekend other than Endgame. How do you feel? How do you think Does those anything? people? What comes out this weekend? How do you think those people feel though, like about their movies playing this weekend?
0: I mean, it's kind of funny that it's still not the highest-grossing movie of all time. Who, what isn't? Um, Infinity War. No, but Endgame will be. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to beat some of these. Um,
1: I think it will, dude. I mean, it's built up so much
0: because you got to figure. On these older ones, they got to be adjusted for
1: inflation. But,
0: yeah, I don't know. It's interesting.
1: It is interesting, and it's going to be awesome, and I can't wait for it. I'm so pumped, and it's three hours long. Yeah. That's So this is another reason why we were looking at earlier shows is because, I mean, a 10 o'clock showing for normal movies, even a two-hour two, two hour and 10-minute movie, two-hour and 15-minute movie, isn't but that big of a deal. Add a half an hour on for previews and yeah. advertisements. And then and add an, an hour on to the movie. I mean, that's a long movie, Yeah, you know, and that's a long, you're not, if you watch a 10 o'clock show, you're not getting out of there until two in the morning. Yeah.
0: And then we get an hour drive home.
1: Yeah. That's a long we, night. Cause yeah. So, I mean, luckily it's a Friday, so it's not that big of a deal, but that's uh, again, why we couldn't do a Thursday night showing like and we've it's done before. Rain, so, um, we've done before on uh, star Wars came out, went there on a Thursday night, the night it opened. Yeah. At uh we went to an eleven o'clock show before.
0: And who knows? Maybe we will end up going Thursday night. We'll see.
1: No, I will not. <laughs> <laughs> you if you and Dude do, that's great. I'll be going Friday night. Alright. So that has been the news. That has been yes, multiple news, comic book and regular other entertainment news. What
0: have you been watching, Jerry?
1: Uh Game of Thrones. Did you watch both of them? I've watched both of them, yes. <gasps> I are we, is, are we talking about it? Do, would you like to? Yeah. Okay.
0: I, I feel, Then we are. I feel I, like... Um, where would you like to start? The first episode. Okay. The first episode back.
1: So I see now where you were talking about... You were talking to uh, uh, Pagoda about... Uh, you couldn't really discuss a lot of things, but you were saying it's a lot of meet and greet, basically. It's like, oh, you're still alive? Everybody's oh, showing you're still up. Alive? And, yeah. like, oh, hey, where did you come from? I didn't realize you were still here. All of that kind of stuff. I definitely see that now. Um, there's also the aspect to it of, like, where you find out Jon Snow is the Targaryen heir. Well, well you heir find that from, out last season. That's what I was going to say. He is finds that out. Though. He finds out. We already know. So it's not really that big of a deal to the viewer. No. And I feel like they're playing that up more so than they need to because we've already known about it. Yeah. So... Um, it is a big aspect to the show, and I get that. And the character obviously needs to find out about it. I just feel like they could have played that a little bit differently. Definitely. Um, to make it... I mean, why don't you just wait on telling us, and, and we find out the same time Jon Snow does, you know?
0: Right. Because um, that was their big, big season under. I mean... It was, yeah. Last season. Yeah. I think. I don't really remember the last season.
1: And that's cool, but... but I mean, I feel like he he could have found out at the same time. And it would have been a little bit bigger deal. The problem is, and it would have changed the dynamic of this. That was all season. known ahead of time. Everybody knew about it, but really they never
0: officially said it, but everybody kind of knew it. Yeah.
1: And I, but I really feel like the game of Thrones fandom is really good at holding spoilers, like not spoiling it for other people. Like I get on Reddit all the time and the Reddit community is huge with, with the game of Thrones. Um, and nothing was ever really spoiled to me because they moderate that stuff really heavily and the fans themselves don't want to spoil it for you because even like the first four seasons or five seasons of this, when they were following the books pretty closely, like they, nobody was talking about it and I didn't hear anything about it. And I think that's really cool. That's why. And I
0: don't know if that happened in the books or not. Well, no. Oh yeah. Like his air, the books were different. They diverge, but I never read the last couple books.
1: They do diverge, but I think, well, how many books are out now? Six? Yeah, five or six. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I read like the first three, and the ones I had read, the first two are like follow the show pretty much exactly. And then they start to diverge when the show takes off in popularity after like the second season or whatever.
1: I thought it was later
0: than that. Maybe the third. Yeah, maybe the fourth. I don't know. I can't believe there's been seven seasons unbelievable isn't it probably because like the first three seasons I wasn't really watching the show and you I, weren't no I don't think i never had HBO and and then oh. I went back and like binged starting like from season three I started from the beginning oh, wow. but
1: well I guess I take that back I wasn't either because I remember everybody talking about this show Game of Thrones I'm pretty sure two seasons had been out before I really watched I think me too something like that like really watched any of it and Amy and I were watching it together and after the first season, we were like, "Holy shit! Like this is a show we need to continue to watch." And it was something that we always have since. I think but, it's uh, amazing the reach of this
0: show because like everybody's talking about it, and lots of times um, everybody does. A I lot of my is... friends will watch this because I a lot of my friends are into this kind of stuff, but their wives never do. But in this case, like everybody's wives seems everybody. to be watching it too. Not Marley; she can't watch it. She has no interest.
1: In Game of Thrones? Yeah, no. I did not know this.
0: Yeah, and I feel like she would really like it, but she just can't watch it for some reason. I don't know. Really?
1: I did not know this about her, and it kind of changes the dynamic of our relationship.
0: <laughs> but anyway, back to the uh, right. first episode back. Yeah, I thought it was kind of overall kind of boring. That's where I yeah. got to the point where I was saying, guys, you only have like six or seven episodes. Oh, yeah. Why are we doing this?
1: And that hits even heavier in the second episode.
0: Okay, because uh, and nothing really happens.
1: Nothing happens. I mean, well, at the by the end of it. Okay, well, let's yeah, talk you about
0: know. The f- first episode. Um, the ending though. That's what I was telling you. The ending was really good when he sees Bran.
1: Yes, like uh, when Jamie Stark yeah. or, or uh, Jamie Lannister sees Bran. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Because you're like, oh you just shit! The look on his face. <laughs> yeah. Like I just played it perfectly. And that so that was. Put all over Reddit a bunch of times is like a meme between Bran and uh, Jamie Lannister. Because which he's of, not Bran anymore. No, and he says so Jamie that. Jamie doesn't know that. Well, he does now. Right. In he the second. Know. Well, kind of. I mean, he doesn't really know what's going on, but he knows that Bran sees himself as something else. He doesn't really know he's the three eyed raven. Right. But he um, is not Bran Stark anymore. Which is weird to. It is, but he's not. Which you can. See clearly, seeing as how he just sits there like a statue staring at you <laughs> oddly all the There's time. There's lots of memes about that too. So the in the
0: They do set up though in the first episode this idea which they've been playing with, but they're really solidifying it that like Sansa Stark is like the be all end all, like she's the shit. And she's like the one that's,
1: I guess, in a way. she just, just never more... liked
0: that character, and then I feel like all of a sudden, out of the blue, pop. Okay, now she's like this.
1: She had no meat, like meat in her in the role. It, but uh, you now know they're I mean? doing this, and
0: everybody's like singing her praises, like
1: until she came back, basically to Winterfell. Like, uh, right? It was then that that's basically the only time that she's gotten any source of I do they do have a good or... a good
0: like exchange between her and Tyrion where it's like you yeah. always found a way to survive, you know what I mean? Yep. We both they both have. They're like we both always found a way to survive. I didn't find it realistic at all that Tyrion was like not figuring on Cersei betraying him.
1: Yeah, that doesn't seem right at all. I don't Yeah, it, it, he comes he comes in front of everybody. And like, kind of stands up for his sister that has wanted him dead his entire life, and there's no, there's he no knows reason better why than he to, would, yeah, think that, that. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. And
0: Sansa says that to him.
1: Yeah, she they call him out right away. Yeah, and he he I still do, like an, plays that role, so I understand why Daenerys would be like, "You're absolutely a fool in this." And then going into the second one, there was that
0: weird dynamic where. Um, I feel like up until this point, you really were like behind Daenerys. Yes. Like you thought she was a good person and a good character and like, yeah. Um, just, and she's really starting to be freaking annoying. To an I, extent.
1: yeah, I think they're doing that on purpose to try to, I don't know, maybe they're not. And I then by know. the
0: end, when they do the big reveal, when John reveals to her, which first of all is so unbelievable that. He would do that hours before this massive battle is going to happen.
1: Right, right. It's just to set up,
0: set up drama. But you you don't need that drama. Right, kind of the drama is
1: that they're all going to
0: die. Yeah, and and she even says it. She goes, "My whole life's goal has been to take back the Iron Throne." Really? Was that established? Yeah,
1: like for Daenerys. Yeah. Um. I think originally, yes, that was her idea—is to take over always, the seven kin- though, kingdoms. You um, know, she
0: says always, but then she gets into the weeds at the beginning, where she's well, like no. freeing slaves and so. Was it, it was, always her goal to come back and take her rightful place in the Iron Throne? Yes. I thought she kind of like grew up away from her family.
1: Yes, but it was because she knew she was a Targaryen. And she knew Targaryens were the rightful heir to the throne. Her brother dies,
0: but her brother was the rightful heir to the throne. He's dead. I understand
1: that. So she but, thought she was the only one. But pre, but she says her whole life since she was little. Oh, okay. I see where you're. I see where you're going.
0: And she was pretty young when they were in. When she was cast out. Yeah, she was very young. So they're establishing this that you kind of get established with that character being like, "Listen, I'm a Targaryen." I was following around my brother who was the rightful heir and he was always kind of bitching about it. And she's just like, forget all that. And then she gets involved with the Dothraki and then she's almost like, oh, you know, screw this whole, you know, uh, families and this and that. Mm -hmm. And then they kind of go like, okay, now I'm going to go on a quest to like free all these slaves and do all this. And then like now all of a sudden she's all about her family history.
1: Right. Yeah, Which
0: it, it, she was kind of established as an anti-character to that. Mm-hmm. I would agree. And then, like all of a sudden, now it's, oh, this has been my goal my whole life, and then to find out, and I, I could totally understand on her part being like suspect so of here, what John's saying.
1: Here's a take on that, though. Do you feel like she's saying that? to the people that are in front of her so that they believe in her more. Maybe. Or, and then, and we know as the Watchers, like, that's not true. Yeah. That's not 100% true. She's just saying that to gain, like, power over them.
0: So you know what I mean? What do you think is going to happen? Like, is she going to go along with this whole John thing? Because she, she's constantly, and they softened her up in this second episode. I
1: don't think she's going to have a choice because they're being attacked. Well, her whole point
0: is, I'm the rightful heir. Right, and but, she freely admits that he's the rightful heir but what if do, this
1: is true. But what do you do? Not fight the White Walkers?
0: No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying after that is she going to she's kind of established that she follows the protocol of Yeah, the heir deserves it. And I then think she's she, admitting basically that he's the heir, so she needs to go along with it.
1: I don't think she's going to survive, to be honest with you.
0: Oh, I don't know. No, because what's going to happen after this battle is we're going to have to decide. There's this.
1: John's going to be left with the. How, many,
0: how many episodes with are there going to dragon. be of this battle? I know they've filmed one episode. That's one entire whole, battle. Yes,
1: one whole episode is a is a battle. But they have to
0: wrap that up because they have to establish what comes next.
1: There has to be probably more than one. I bet you there's two episodes that are majority of just fighting. Okay,
0: say that. So that but, leaves us so with that's uh, two.
1: Two more episodes? So if they do the next two... They can't wrap this up in a satisfactory way. I agree. I don't think it's possible.
0: I don't... I don't... I don't like like the way they've wasted two episodes. And they wasted a bunch last season knowing that this was happening. Yeah. I'm not saying they're wasted. First of all, let me say, I thought episode one was uh, a little anticlimactic. Episode two, I really liked the character. I think that they got back to the character's... Everything they did with Jamie and Brienne,
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. You know what I, I think that basically Lorek wrapped up her character arc though. Like her character arc is done because she became everything that she'll die. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So her character arc was like, I've always wanted to be this one thing, which is a knight. Like she's always wanted to be a knight, you know, and now she's been knighted. So what else does she have to like go for? But there's there's no story left for her really. Right. Unless you created a new path like where she's in charge of people, I guess. But she's kind of already been. Um so I'm pretty sure she dies. Yeah. In in the battle. A which lot makes of people sense. are gonna die. I know. And then they become a White Walker. So how do you win that?
0: But like they have more to do. They have all the Aria stuff to do. Talk
1: about her. She got a little nasty. Oh, yeah. That, she's a nasty little girl. That's weird. <laughs> she seemed a little... Um... I understand her point of view, though, because I would kind of feel the same way. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Like before that fight happened, Showed a little
0: Aria cleavage. Yeah. I don't know how
1: to feel about that. Like side boob <laughs> and butt. I don't know how I felt about that either. It was really still, weird.
0: She still looks so young, but she's in her twenties, mid twenties. I think she's like
1: twenty two or twenty three. Yeah, but she but,
0: still looks so young, and you still think of her as a young character. Yeah. In any case, Risque. I thought that was cool. I did think it was a little like she seemed very confident for not having any idea what she was doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, she did. <laughs> You're right. And in a previous podcast, you had to look up like how sex works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For writing purposes of course (laughs) speaking of writing i've got um a person that works for the corps of engineers had put up um a like a post on facebook and i thought it was really cool and it says i went from not caring about theon to hating theon to being disgusted by theon to feeling sad for theon to rooting for theon to being proud of theon to wanting to follow theon into battle
0: yeah. And it totally. Says,
1: it says that is how you write a character. That's
0: that's so true.
1: Isn't that awesome? That's so true. I I read that He's and I was like gonna holy die. crap. Isn't that cool?
0: He's definitely going to die. I feel def-
1: like that's his only way out now.
0: Defending Brandon.
1: Yeah, Brand. in the North.
0: He's his, going to do it.
1: His like home. And seeing like Sansa so emotional about him like coming back yeah. and then they have like that hug and that's the picture of the of the post too it's him hugging her hugging theon and it's like man you're doing the right thing here you know he screwed up a lot of things and he knows now that he screwed up a lot of things and he's like trying to he's trying to make it right and this is him coming to defend the north and winterfell and i'm going to basically die for you this is the only way for him to do that yeah, and he knows it, and now Sansa, Sansa knows it. She sees it. She's like, all right, well, thanks for doing this. I
0: think this all ends, too, with them going back, and I read a little history today. Um, on I think the second, because they're making another Game of Thrones series after this. They are? Uh, like a prequel, and I think it's going to be more. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Where did you hear this? I, I don't why know if is this not in the news? It has been in the news. No, why is this not in your news? Oh, why have you never brought know. this up?
0: I should have. But it's apparently way in the... It it, it follows Bran the Builder. Oh. It's, like, way, way previous. So, I think what they're going to do is, like, the history of the children... Is it Children of the Forest?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: I think that's what they're going to do. And I was reading about it, so... Westeros, like the whole island before men were there, Mm -hmm. was basically the children of the forest and like giants and all those types of unicorns, those types of things.
1: Love unicorns and giants.
0: Um, What happened was the first men came over and they came to the fist of the first man. Okay. And they battled against the children of the forest. The children of the forest, they've established this in the show, created the White Walkers. Yes. um, to, To help them against the men. Yep. And obviously at some point that turned. And they teamed up. All right. Anyway, those first descendants of man be settled the North. So that was a kingdom. And then the other group, which I can't remember the name of settled, like the Southern lands and came in and, you know, they warred. And that would be like the descendants of all the other people. And that's why at one time the North was a separate country. That's why they always do the King in the North thing. Yeah. And they were conquered, I think by the Targaryens. And their dragons and stuff, and all run under yep. one. I don't. This is a long way to say. I, I think the prequel is going to be about that. But what I was getting at is, I think it'll end up being that the North is once again independent. Okay. Um. I don't know who will be ruling them or how. Yeah. Probably Sansa. Probably. Um. Maybe so. Yeah.
1: But, oh man. I I don't know how to guess the season to be honest with you. I don't
0: think they're gonna kill Daenerys or Jon Snow at all.
1: No, I'm positive Jon Snow will live. Well, he's gonna
0: take the Iron Throne. Yeah. At the end. Absolutely. So they're gonna have to do the whole battle against the Lannisters after this, you know? Or how do you do that? Or the Lannisters end up Cersei ends up coming in and you know, they're on the verge of losing and then her twenty thousand troops coming. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Good.
0: I think Jamie will kill her.
1: Oh my gosh! I never even thought about that. For
0: Tyrion, or she has a baby and the baby's a dwarf,
1: and it kills her. <laughs> it could as a it comes back. It comes as a White Walker. Her,
0: her. That's how her mom died, giving birth to Tyrion.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's why they hate him.
0: Yeah. Oh okay. Um, but well, they'd have to time hop significantly because she's not even showing yet. Right. Yeah. That's whatever.
1: Um. That's all I got about. There's going to have to be two, two,
0: at least two episodes that are battle because the first episode they're going to be losing. And the second episode is going to be them coming back to win against the White Walkers. Wouldn't it be funny, okay. though, if like they started the next episode, there's like a half an hour of battle. And then, like, somebody just shoots the Night King in the head with, like, an obsidian <laughs> it's arrow. It's, like, all <laughs> done. All the White Walkers just fall over. <laughs> yeah. They're like, that's.
1: I mean, that's the overall goal. Holy right shit.
0: There. Let's turn our gigantic army now against Lucy. do you think,
1: um, who's the Night King? That He has to have some sort of, like, uh, other story there, right? Like, who the uh, Night King is. They don't have time
0: to get into that. I don't see how they have time to I get into like that. I feel like
1: they need to tell us who the Night King is. Because it's somebody that we probably know. Yeah, I don't know. You think it's like Daenerys' dad? Could be. That's what I'm wondering.
0: Never thought about it, but he does command a dragon.
1: Yeah. He's got a dragon back now.
0: Maybe he realizes that he's fighting against his um, heirs. He's
1: dead. He won't care.
0: He clearly is not. Like, he has faculties. He's not like a zombie. He's not
1: like the zombies. You're right. Because of
0: and so do all their captains, you know. Yeah, what I but mean? I
1: think those cat, like those captains and the people that have been made, were the people that were made from the forest children, Maybe. whatever. And then everybody is spawned from them.
0: Okay, could be.
1: You know what I mean? Like they're the ones who give them life again, mm-hmm. because they're the they hold the power of the White Walkers, right? Or the Night King does basically, and then he chooses other people. Um. Yeah, that's all I've been watching. Is in, that In real
0: military <clears throat> strategy, there's pretty much no way for the men to win because these what no. you don't understand about military, right? What you do, but I mean some, some people don't understand probably is that your military is nothing without the gigantic supply chain that feeds it resources.
1: For sure, and they don't. But <laughs> they don't need, they don't any, need resources. any resources whatsoever. I mean, they could literally just siege that well, castle, and they bring that up until in the first, everybody starves to death. They bring that up in the first episode. Sansa does. She says, "Okay, you bring all of these people and all of these armies here. How do we support them? How do we feed? You know, however many armies are coming here.
0: But if you're, if you're and then the Night gave King. Them an answer.
1: You just surround that castle. Until they die. Until
0: they all just die. (laughs) And like launch dead cows in there like they used to do in the medieval times. Yeah,
1: like the plague. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. That's the easiest way to do it. But I don't know. I mean, it doesn't make for good TV. Right. (laughs) I mean, they
0: do have the two dragons, I think I feel like.
1: Two, but they do have one I mean, one dragon is good enough to to screw a lot of things up. They shouldn't
0: have done that. I agree. They shouldn't have turned that one dragon... I feel
1: like that's what gives them the overall edge. Yeah, in in the fight, that gives them the edge to win. Definitely. So, that everybody becomes a knight, a, a white walker. Of course, with three
0: dragons, seeing the destruction they've rained last season against um, the uh, Sam's family's army and all those armies, they just like fly down and just roast like ten thousand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like a lot. I, I really do. I don't honestly think that i would put it past these people to like have everyone die
0: what if the big surprise at the end of the season is there's another season
1: no not going to happen
0: what if the big surprise is li- guys we
1: lied there's more than 7 episodes maybe hidden episode i don't know i don't know either but again, that's basically all I watched. I went back and re-watched that watched the Jurassic Park movie, The Fallen Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah. Just to see if it was really what we've talked about. Because I only watched it one time. I went back and watched it again. Yeah, it's not good. No. <laughs> it's. I wish it. I wanted it to be better. I liked it. I liked the beginning of it. It's just the ending just sucks. It's just not a good ending.
0: Yeah. But, I've got some other what you've been watching. Okay. Hammer um, me. Well first of all, in the Game of Thrones, thing, I think from now on, every week, we gotta come mm-hmm. ready to play, and we'll 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 in depth every episode,
1: yes, from here on out. we can do it um together, me and you
0: the only other really thing I've been watching is Barry huh. which is uh in season two on h b o
1: and I keep saying I want to watch that, <sighs> and I look at it all the time on h b o and I haven't watched it yet it's because so I've been watching Game of Thrones and crashing.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. So, um, season two is like four episodes in. It's just a really good show. I really enjoy it. Season two is not as good as season one so far. Is, but
1: it, it it isn't. No, but oh. it's it's still good. Is, Bill Hader's really good. I he's hear. an
0: amazing actor.
1: That's good. I you, love him.
0: Yeah, he's super good at it.
1: I've had all the a actors love for really him, good. like all through his Saturday uh, Saturday Night Live career. Well, he's
0: dark, man. He goes dark in this. You'd That's love crazy. this show, man. Um, definitely, really good. So, I've been watching Barry and Game of Thrones. I haven't. I've been working a lot, so I haven't had time to watch a lot of other stuff. Right. I have been watching American Idol, which we've talked about. This
1: is a very busy season for us, and I'm not planting or doing anything like that. But there's just so much baseball.
0: It's good. Like I'm in a better place now. The first beginning of this week. <laughs> I'm
1: glad to hear. I need mentally a, or yeah, okay. both.
0: Um, I was under a lot of uh, stress because. Until you get things rolling, yeah, it's very tense, anxiety filled, mm-hmm. and you know I had a lot of work to do to get to the point where I could start planting. Okay, and then like there's a lot of anxiety around just getting your planter out there and getting it to the point where it's working,
1: right, <laughs> right, the way you need it to work. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: and so that happened today. I started planting and broke down immediately, and then
1: oh, you started planting today? Today?
0: No kidding. Broke down. Fixed it, then I get rained out. That sucks. So I got 20 acres in.
1: Hmm. How do you feel about that? How does that make you feel when you haven't completed a field? It doesn't bother me. It doesn't? No. See, I would. it would bother me, I think.
0: I, there was no way I was going to complete the field. It's a big field. Hmm. It's going to take me a couple days. Gotcha. But um, I got it rolling, and so like I felt the anxiety melt off. This is a spring. Oh, that's good. The spring first... Was It's just, I hate spraying. And Do you really? I had a lot of ground to cover, and I felt like I was on some sort of invisible time clock.
1: Do you, like, did you get all your spraying done? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. For corn. Yeah. For pre, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's good. So, like, the fields are ready to be planted. I know my planter is working. It's full of corn. It's sitting in the yeah, shed.
1: ready to rock and roll whenever and, it quits raining.
0: And my sprayer, like takes more to operate there's lots of things going on there's no auto steer you know
1: oh you don't have auto steer in your sprayer no i thought you did god no no oh so you have to steer
0: i have your father-in-law's old sprayer i know
1: i thought it was i thought it was auto steer equipped no gosh it's
0: really hard to get auto steer sprayers is it very very hard they go too fast i'm pretty sure david's is probably is a
1: auto steer gotta have big
0: big tires and they gotta be heavy Oh, yeah.
1: That, I think he put new tires on his, actually. The, the problem is the
0: rear tire I have is uh, it's light.
1: Yeah, it is light. And it's
0: light on the front end. hmm And um, that doesn't – it's not a good recipe for – and when you're going 12 miles an hour, yeah. it's not a good recipe. So, I got everything sprayed. I got everything rolling. I think I got my planner fixed today. But uh, – so, I'm feeling a lot of anxiety melt away. And then also, like, once you're in that groove – um, it's a lot easier to just like quit and go do something else when you've already planted, you know, eighty yeah. or a hundred acres in it, you know, that day. Yeah, it makes
1: you feel better because you've accomplished something. Yeah. Yeah, I could understand that for sure. I have um so was that all your what's you're watching?
0: Uh, yeah, I got I mean I I watched Shazam, but I can't really review that because you haven't I haven't
1: seen it yet. Sorry. I was
0: gonna do a Dumbo review, but I I, I don't care. I'm we don't have do time anymore.
1: Do you have a what's in do we are we doing what's on the box? We can. Okay, well, real quick before that. How much time we got? How much time you got, mister? It's one fifty-one.
0: Holy shit.
1: Yeah, I know. We got to go quick, but real quick. We're not
0: going to do much in the box then. Why? Because we don't have time.
1: Yes, we do. Okay, fine. I just want to say what I'm reading real quick, because I do read comic books still, unlike you. Um, I read that uh, Old Man Quill thing real quick, but I've been reading Daredevil, the new Daredevil run by Chip. Zadarski, Yeah. And uh, the artist is Marco, I don't know how to say his last name. I think it's Chiquetto. It's C-H-E-C-C-H-E-T-T-O, Chiquetto. Um, I love the art in this book. It's phenomenal. The way they've drawn uh, Daredevil, like some of the the pages that Daredevil's in is just absolutely amazing. But the story so far, it's typical Daredevil where he's really beat up and down, you know. But this is different. Like, he's in a real bad place mentally, I guess. He has been. And he's trying to come back from that. And he starts talking about, like, you know, like there's one part in the recent uh, book that I read. I think it was number three. And he says, like, the it's like it's split between panels. And he says the one, the one thing. And this is while he's getting like the crap just pummeled out of him. He's like the one thing. And then the next panel says, I know. And then it's just is. And then the last frame or the last panel is fear. He's like, I know fear. Cause it, it's this season or this uh, run is called daredevil. No fear. K N O W no fear. And he says that it's while he's being beat up and like, you feel like he's basically lost. Um, and then there's just this one frame, like one whole splash page of just him standing there. And it's, it's absolutely amazing. I've, I love this book so far. There's only three out, but I would suggest everybody buy this and, and read it. It's really, really good. And then this last episode, or I keep saying episode, this last book, um, or no, I guess it'd be book two, there was a big surprise in the middle that he gets s- kind of saved by another Marvel character uh, that I yeah. won't spoil. And then at the end of that book, he's got some of the same gear as this guy. And it's so cool. Like, it's it's so cool. I don't want to spoil it because I want you to read it. I will read it. Definitely. And because like I said, I'm waiting only... for the first trade to come out. Uh, I, th- I want you to read it like book by book. Okay. I feel like it makes it better. Well, we'll see. Maybe not. But it's very, very good. I suggest everybody read it. It's dark and gritty like I like. It feels like Batman to me in the Marvel Universe, which is always what I want. Um, It's right in my wheelhouse. And you need to read it. I will definitely. Okay.
0: Um, I did have a bunch of what you're listening to because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, but I'm not going to do that this round.
1: Okay. Well, Well, what's in the box? What's
0: in the box? And these, Jerry, are some oldies. And goodies. They're from June 2016. June 2016. Yeah. Wow, that's three years old. That's three years old, man. That's
1: old in comic book world.
0: We got Doctor wow. Who.
1: Doctor Who with a Matt Smith cover.
0: The 11th Doctor Adventures, year two.
1: I've never read any of those. Have you? Nope. <laughs> You have them, but you just haven't ever read them. Okay.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, I've read a bunch of Doctor Who. I don't think I've read the eleventh Doctor adventures.
1: Okay. I feel I feel bad for never reading any of the Doctor Who. I've gotten. I've kind of fallen out.
0: We got uh, Daredevil number eight, Charles Soule. Yeah.
1: So his run ended. Blind man's bluff starts now. Okay number eight I, I, there was a lot of issues of that yeah there was but that one just ended before this new run started
0: we got oh look at this cover man amazing spider-man number 14
1: whoa because that is the best different covers ever so the last time we did what's in the box there was a spider-man it was the same run as spider-man and it was really dark it was like all yeah. black and this one is basically all white and light
0: it's like a watercolor yeah it's so cover. cool uh Dan Slot. Yeah, this this one looks super cool.
1: Dan Slot. He's gotten kind of some he's gotten some crap in his uh in his writing. But I like him.
0: I like him a lot, too. Uh we got Star Wars number 20. Mm. Who who is that? I don't know, but it's a Wookiee. Oh, it is a Wookiee. Yeah. I don't think it's Chewbacca, though. It looks he looks angry.
1: Yeah. Chewbacca's never angry. Kevin Smith talks about Chewbacca about how he wants to see his like for his story arc, for him to come back and, uh, kill, um, what's his name? Kylo Ren. Yeah. That's the guy wants him to come back and kill Kylo Ren. But the way he says it is he wants him to come back with a lightsaber and cut off his dick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is from the journals of old Ben Kenobi.
1: Oh, so good oldie, oldie um, Benny
0: Ben Kenobi's adventures probably post, um, uh, something
1: post something okay
0: post uh revenge of the sith
1: okay post apocalypse we got
0: lazarus number 22 i love that cover
1: that's a really good cover so simple and lazarus is really good read that book greg rucka i finished that one it's really good i haven't started lazarus risen look at
0: this swamp thing number
1: six who's who wrote that one len
0: ween oh boy i need to read that um, looks like a Moon Knight on the cover. Oh, that's a guy I haven't ever read either, and I need to. I've read a lot of Moon Knight, uh, Re- Marvel's Batman, if you will.
1: See, I feel like that's Daredevil. They say that, but really, it's Moon Knight. Uh, Moon Knight is very similar, even looking. at I think him. it was like a almost yeah. a
0: Batman ripoff. Uh, Batman oh. Rebirth number one right here. Tom King's first Look issue of the Rebirth run, which me and Jerry have both read. This is.
1: I haven't read all of it. I read the first, uh, the first trade.
0: This is right here. These are the pages. Yeah. Oh no no. no. Wait, that, that's in the second or third episode. Um, book.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I keep saying episode.
0: This work. is the one that ends with the whole thing with Calendar Man. Yes. Which is super confusing. This book, I feel like re. Uh, sorry, I'm trying talking off mic here. Uh, Batman Rebirth, like the first two issues didn't have any like coherent no they anything didn't going on no they didn't and then they figured it out i guess but the first two made no sense
1: no i feel like they did it he did it on purpose because of calendar man
0: uh yeah i guess you know what i mean yeah. because
1: calendar man changes time and his, the seasons go by like he dies there's so many advertisements in this book it, there is a lot i just noticed that when there's you're like flipping through t- the pages 10
0: pages of other books
1: super annoying it's
0: because it was re they, they did the whole rebirth thing so everything went back to number one yes so they got green Lantern number one wonder woman number one aquaman green
1: arrow yeah i like that green arrow cover there yeah that's but yeah that i that's what i felt is that calendar man they did it on purpose to like kind of confuse you because that's how batman was at at the time because calendar man's so goofy and he's trying to explain to people right What's going on? But nobody really knew what was going on until it was taken care of.
0: I feel like this book is probably worth some money.
1: The cover is really cool. Because it's number one. It looks like an Alex Ross cover, but I don't think it is. Ooh, DC Universe, oh, Batman.
0: This says number one as well. So that's makes no sense.
1: No, it doesn't. Um, but that's got Gotham Girl in it ha- This
0: is the one where he takes down the plane. Yeah. So or cool. ride, rides down the plane. It's right here. I'm looking at it. Yeah oh that's a great this is so yeah you definitely
1: true. need to keep that yeah you need sure. to bag and board it
0: civil war hard or not hard cover but you know like the stiff cover stiff cover civil war number two i think we've already previously seen number civil war one. two
1: yeah i've never read any of that uh, it doesn't intrigue well, me art is it amazing sh- though i wish i i should get into it but gosh this is the thing with comics guys is that there's just so much stuff
0: Look at this cover! Man. You can't read it's like everything. Glossy. It's
1: the, really nice. the emergence
0: of a new Inhuman with the power to predict the future has already had a calamitous effect. In an ambush gone wrong, one hero has perished while another less, lies critically injured. Now having experienced the damage that forecasting tomorrow can bring firsthand, Earth's greatest champions. Must make a choice: for to protect the future or change the future. That's
1: I didn't realize uh, Brian Michael Bendis wrote that. Oh yeah, for That's sure. That's Awesome. Uh, Deadpool
0: number fourteen,
1: Civil With War tie-in. Civil War. Yeah. Edition. Um, That's kind of cool. I would wa- I would read that. Yeah. There are so many. Look at the co- amazing Spider-Man covers, man. Those are awesome.
0: Amazing it's... Spider-Man number fifteen, Dan Slott. The Same new style. iron uh, the new iron spider, Mary Jane. Oh, wow, that's intriguing!
1: That is intriguing. It, but the art on the cover is amazing. Yeah, it's it like really is. pink and purple and light colored, and it's amazing.
0: Um, we got Walking Dead
1: mm. number
0: 156, and now remember, we're at like 190 now. Coming out next month, I
1: think. Really? So these these are way Holy back, man. Holy crap. That's kind of a cool cover, though, with him holding the deadhead. Negan. I'm not. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just not
0: a big fan. Batman Rebirth, number two.
1: Look at that. With, with him. some
0: Girl. I forgot about that. Um, oh, this is the... Other great scene where they're fighting Solomon Grundy in the park.
1: Yes, that's really cool, and oh, I love it because Batman comes in and says, like he talks about it. How he I'll says do it right now? Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman, thank you. You were letting him get too far. Excuse me, I don't understand. From when I, and I from when I interrupted, you would have caught Grundy in one point three seconds. He would have trampled that man in 0. 0.7 seconds. I've been watching. I've been watching you. You're good. You're doing good do better.
1: That's so cool. <laughs> that that's classic Batman right there. Gosh, I love that so much. Oh, this
0: also has the scene where that guy goes into good.
1: Jim Gordon's doing office better.
0: and stabs himself in the neck.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: dude, this is, this is a rad book. Right it's
1: here. very, very good. It's got me in, so intrigued. I need Batman to keep rebirth.
0: It. The first trade. If you're looking oh, yeah. for something to get, um, which is like the first five issues or something.
1: Yeah, it's really good. Very good. It's that's what I'm saying. It's like classic Batman. It's no Sky, Snyder Capullo. No. um, the fifty-two run. I feel like it could be.
0: No, it isn't.
1: It isn't, but it could be. I haven't read all of it. There's like sixty issues out now, sixty-seven or something. It can't be that high.
0: Oh yeah, this is one, and that was two, three years ago. So how many issues a month comes out of on that title? You
1: you just said that Walking Dead was at. That one was 156 and they're at 190 is something Batman now.
0: monthly, though, or, or by a week or weekly. By I'm not weekly. sure what
1: it is, but they're kicking out some some issues.
0: I'm just saying, if it's monthly, that's 12 issues a year. It's got to be more than that, it's got to be 24 because I, I so mean, if it, it must be 24 a year because that would put it at about 60 by yeah. now.
1: So, and it's more than that, yeah, or no, maybe it is 60. I think it was number 57 that came out that caught my eye, and I was like, 57. I need to start reading that because they're so far ahead.
0: That means it's about time for another rebirth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. According to DC, for sure. I, I really like that book. Oh, and in the daredevil that I read, they did it similar to that style where, um, where daredevil tells, ah, I don't want to tell you. Don't tell me. I'm going to read it. I don't. Okay. I don't want to tell you the other character, but he says in a portion of the book with this other character, he says, uh, He's like, it's an unfair match if I have weapons. It's like because he's like, because he talks about like being so surgical and it shows these like bullet traces, like just skimming a guy's skin and skimming his shoulder and skimming another shoulder and his like knees and legs. And he's doing it on purpose. Like he comes up, skims him with all these bullets. And then he's like, this is a completely unfair match. He's like, and I'm not going to kill you. And then he just, like, leaves while well, he saves him and then leaves. Oh, and there's a scene where he says, he's like, I'm not you, I'm not human, I'm the devil. And he, like, blows this room up because he has these guns and he points them over to the side and he literally blows the room up on purpose and then saves him from the room. It's so cool. But he, the way they describe it, like, through panel to panel, is just like how they do Batman. Like, when he's talking about breaking the bones yeah. in the guy's body, you know? It's the same way they do it and gives me all the feels man awesome so what do you got now that's it that's all you got that's all i got this was snarf talk episode 22 in the books
0: the end of snarf madness back to regular programming after this yes sir we're gonna be doing more of everything you love
1: yeah everything we love all right thanks guys we'll see (laughs) you